What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski. The second long, no, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. We are back in new, here. New, 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 new world order. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. This ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly. The Notorious One, new, 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 a.k.a. New, new Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. CGAC, God Allah, the black Moses of this, the undebatable, the, the, uh, what is it? The black Moses, the undebatable, the unbinder. Um, I'm in a bind. The unbinder. We got a whole bunch of nicknames in here. Also, the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. And based on this show, you're going to know why. It's a little bright in here. It's a little bright in here. Let me tone my camera down just a little bit. It's coming in a little bit hot. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's tone it down a little bit. All right, great show for you today. This is going to be a fun show. All right, not too serious. <laughs> Shout out to the Eagles. We know the Eagles that are on right now. The Eagles and the Yuccaneers are on right now. Shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, we're going to show you uh, what what the uh, people in Philadelphia are going through right now. Let's see if I can pull it up on my screen here. Oh, it's not showing. All right. Why is it not showing? All right. That's interesting. Did YouTube block it? They don't want me to play it. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Actually, mm, they don't want me to play it. Oh, there it is. Let's see what the Eagles are doing right now. There it is. Uh, live casting the Eagles. Here we go. What are the Eagles doing? The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Eagles are so much better than Eagles. I can see it myself, and definitely the Tampa Bay Yucks are about to see the... And the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. New, 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 new world. All right, as they know there, the, even the NWO knows. <laughs> even the NWO knows the Eagles so much better than eagles that ninja is a slob but anyway listen new, 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 new when you sell order. your soul <laughs> all right let's get to the day's show to contribute to the day's show dollar sign the notorious cga on the cash app Bimmo coach greg adams tv paypal paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel and you can super chat on the notorious cga channel all right, bear with us. People are still making their way in. A couple of people are going live right now. All right. I'm going to have to edge them off my corner real quick. <laughs> he said, that's our next president? Oh, my goodness. I can't, I can't take that. Then I know something's wrong with our country if he becomes the next president of the United States. All right, Triggerverse got something to say. Let's double up, Triggerverse says. He says, okay, okay, I'll say it. Black women only smile when zaddy allows them to smile is it black women you saying black women only uh smiling we're gonna show you that that's actually a interesting point because there are some people that said black women code switch when they're around white men too boy we got some real we got some real problems with our people here our people we're gonna even look at dr umar we're gonna test dr umar to see if he in fact smiles or not smiles around certain people Trigger verse, a picture says a thousand words, leave the community. The one drop in a full effect, LOL, a ninja plus any woman equals a ninja. Another ninja. 
the one drop rule, or as they called it, they called it the one drop rule. They'd be like, you black, no matter what. Yeah, no, I don't know. Interesting stuff. Pro blacks, <laughs> he says, the breaker of chains. Pro blacks, chill out. This is going to be one of those front shows. They can't chill. They can't chill at all. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why that's the reason you don't smile in pictures. Shout out to No Government Name, haven't supported in a while. Thanks for the Sunday stream. A few hours later, I heard this late 20s, ugly, tall, nerdy black girl in a studio on, on my floor getting her cheeks clapped. Check the people when they left for their date. It was a 60-year-old white man. Oh. Okay, daddy. Yo, them, yeah, young, daddy. them young girls don't want you. <laughs> That's terrible, man. I tell you, brothers. Hey, rent was due. Rent was due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Rent was due. Hey, man, I love it. I love it. Hey, man, because ninjas be like, them young girls don't want you. I'm like, man, do y'all y'all have no clue what y'all young girls are doing, man? Y'all have no clue. Matter of fact, I just checked my bat phone, and it was a. I can't say how old because a lot of people get uncomfortable with this conversation. I cannot say how old. But she was enthusiastic about coming over tonight. And I was like, him, Daddy. nah, I had a long weekend at the Juco. I, this is my rest day. <laughs> this is my rest day. But I didn't turn her down like 10 times. <laughs> I didn't turn her down. like nope. Because she's not like high on my list. But uh, let's just say. Let's just say. But anyway, a lot of guys, uh, you know, they, they they just don't know what we're doing. And some people, so many people are not on locals. They're really confused as to what I'm talking about when I talk about the JUCO. People are completely confused. And I can tell because there was a comment left. And, of course, I checked my comments. A comment um, was left under my last video. And a couple of guys can clearly, you guys clearly don't know what the JUCO is. You guys have no clue. You think you know. You think you know, but you don't know. And then just be like, oh, this. I'm like, dude, I never tell dudes to proposition women on the street. Never do it. I'm not telling dudes to pay for pay for posts. I'm not doing it. I'm telling you, I don't suggest that you do anything like that. But uh, I could tell when people aren't on a local stream. They're like, I bet you don't know. I was like, I don't tell people. I literally don't tell people to do that. Uh, but it's interesting, man. You got to join us over on locals. That's where. That's where we're breaking it down. And, um, you know, if you're making assumptions, I know ninjas is broke. Ninjas is trying to clean they snicker stains out of their boxers. I know you have priorities. But um, I'm letting y'all know it's not what you think it what it is. <laughs> the third leg, Greg. All right. Yep. I actually speak against it. As a matter of fact, uh, people don't know. I speak against prop, uh, prop, what is it? Uh, propositioning soliciting pros. In fact, I always have this banner right here that goes across. I don't encourage anybody to solicit anyone. All right? I'm against it. <laughs> but people don't get it. Uh, they don't get it. Uh, but anyway, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. You can go over there. I give it. I break it down What what is. It is what it is. All right, shout out about the Macaroni Tony. A few weeks ago, you said, wait until they get to the Pac-12 games. He says, once again, you were right. The bus went from doing the buck. To getting humble real quick. I told y'all, man, Colorado, I was happy for what they did. They overachieved their first two games, but I knew it. I was like, they're going to get the Pac-12 and start getting spanked. And they got one more ass whooping coming their way. And I hope y'all ninjas don't get sensitive because they're going to take, they, I mean, USC is one of those sloppy teams. 
but I'm assuming they're going to be up to play this game. USC should put the throttling. Now, USC got some real football players over there. They got some of them Samoans. USC known to have like eight Samoans that will whip your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness, man. Anyway. Like, they got some real thuggish, ruggish some Samoans. Shout out to the Usos. Shout out to the Uses out here. Anyway. All right, shout out to Corey. He says, out of my job, we out of here. He out of here, brothers. <laughs> shout out to Corey. Who else in here? Did I get Monte? I did. Did I get? We got Terrence. He says, this is the realest show. That was previous show, by the way. The realest. Shout out to Pablo. Cuff him up. Game. He says, salute. I don't give a F about her, period. We don't care about no. Yeah, they, we're going to talk about the single mothers here. We're going to talk about them. All right. All right. So, um, anyway, if you are, if have y'all, if y'all not from the, uh, are you guys from the West Coast? Do y'all have Samoans out in the, uh, y'all don't have Samoans on the East Coast. You missing out on the treat. <laughs> I don't think they have Samoans past Utah and Colorado. I mean, if you don't know no Samoans, Samoan, only Samoans y'all know is like the Usos and um, maybe The Rock or like uh, Roman Reigns. But do they have Samoans out on the West Coast? I mean, on the East Coast? Man, y'all missed out. I grew up around Samoans and Tongans. All right, when I was a youngster, you know, like middle school, pre-middle school, fifth grade through like ninth grade, there's none on the East Coast. Man, you missing out on the treat. <laughs> All right, they some wonderful people, man, I'm going to tell you. And uh, Polynesian people are wonderful people. Um, I always said, and I actually went to the Polynesian Cultural Center when I was in Hawaii. It's a must-do. Anytime you go to Oahu, go to the Polynesian Cultural Center. It's a must they take you to the Polynesian cultures. You're going to learn a lot of history and um, learn about the Polynesian people. But um, um, they're a real treat. They're real gentle giants. Now, they will whip your ass. I mean, they, I've actually went to school. I went to a high school called Hawthorne, which, you know, white, blacks, Samoan, Pacific Islander, and Mexicans <laughs> or Latinos, Chicanos. One day, there was a car show on the campus. There was a car show and um, there was a car show and they brought all of the low riders and somebody, something went off with the Mexicans and the Samoans and the Tongans, the Tongans. You call them Tongans, the Tongans. So Tonga is an island, Tongan. Samoa is another island, Samoa. Something went off with the Tongans and the Samoans and the Mexicans and they about whipped all they asses. It was crazy. But the funny thing is, when they're not mad, they cool as hell. And they're mostly not mad. And I once said when I was in Hawaii, I've said, if Hawaiians learned how to get gunpowder before white folks, I don't think, so I don't think Pacific Islanders would have lost many wars. I don't think they would have lost many wars if they would have got to the gunpowder first. Right? Because they're very cool people. They're cool. Like, they're gentle giants, but when you see them hands this big, their hands are like catcher's mitts. And, um, like, if they, if they punched you, you would actually seek this. You would actually seek yourself. 
Like they 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 are something else, man. Like they're big, large people, but they're very loving. They believe in, you know, they've been they they got a lot of religion in them. A lot of Mormons and Christians came over to the islands and got to them. So they're about love. They're about love, man. They some loving, loving people. But for some reason, if you get them upset, it's going to be a wrap. They'll pick you apart. They'll pick you apart, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. So study your study your history of them. Obviously, the Polynesian people, Hawaiian, uh, lovely people. They are some lovely people. But, yeah, they are definitely some people, man. Like, when they get the energy in them, there ain't no stopping them. Anybody ever play um, rugby? Rugby, the rugby is a popular sport with them. Rugby is a popular sport, and a lot of guys come across them first time playing rugby because they'll have a whole squad, and they'll come out doing their their tribal. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So shout out to them, man. And are the somebody said are um are the women good looking? They're good looking, man. They got most of the time they got long hair. They're just large, you know, large human beings. You're rarely gonna find a small one. If you find a small one. But amazing people, loving people, man. They are some of the most loving people. It's weird because I think that, like I said, if they had my energy, I would have took over the world. <laughs> For real. But, yeah, they play football. The guys that play football in Long Beach area, they're very good, talented. A lot of Samoans or um, Polynesians in football. Matter of fact, I think uh, University of Hawaii, where did I go? No, I was at the Polynesian Cultural Center. They had all the Polynesians that played in the NFL. Lots of them. Uh, Junior Seau, Troy Palomao. Um, I just can't, you know, off the top of my head. But Dwayne Johnson is half Samoan. Uh, Roman Reigns, obviously, in wrestling, if you watch wrestling. I'm trying to think. Um, I'm, I'm missing a whole bunch of them. Missing a whole bunch of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, mostly in the Pacific Northwest, down on the West Coast, San Francisco, has a big population, Southern California. Uh, name any if you guys know them. But uh, yeah, man. Oh, the Haka. Yeah, when they do the Haka, they get going. That's the yeah. It's a mess. But like I said, man, uh, I had a girl that a girl that was a uh, tongue. I think she was tonguean. She had a she had a crush on me in middle school. <laughs> she about scared the shit out of me, man. But uh, anyway, yo, Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Yes, the Usos. Yes, a lot of people there. All right, but yeah, Nia Jax, a lot of people definitely are on that Polynesian tip. Shout out to them. I, I don't want no beef. And by the way, Easy e security guards for a long time were two Samoan guys. Uh, and shout out to the Booyah tribe. Shout out to the Booyah tribe, all right, down there on the West Coast. <laughs> Somebody says, why are Bruno Mars so little? I don't know. Is he, I think he's just Hawaiian. Is he Polynesian, Bruno Mars? He might be. All right. Somebody said Manti Teo. Yeah, Manti, Manti Teo. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway. Shout out to those brothers here. That, y'all need, Deion Sanders, you need to recruit, recruit down there, brother. You can get you a whole bunch of, go to the Polynesian schools. They got Southern, so, South Utah, South Salt Lake City. Got a lot of them over there. Go check them out. All right, anyway. All right, let's get back to the show. Enough of that mess. Somehow we got off subject. What what is it time for? Straggling sniggle? No. There was a super chat. Shout out to J Flow. Did you get spotted at the game or did you wear a disguise to avoid the private eyes? Jimmy G was handing out picks like turkeys. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. 
Shot. Oh, they said Bruno Mars is a Pino. A Pino. Bruno Mars is a Pino. Yeah, they tend to trend small. <laughs> Pinos, Pinos and Peanuts tend to be small human beings. The opposite. And Hawaii, study Hawaiian culture. Lots of cultures in Hawaii. Polynesian, obviously, originating. But they have a lot of Asian culture because, you know, Asia's in between. California and Hawaii, Polynesian Islands. A lot of Asians came in later on. White people. Mm. <laughs> White people came in there. But I think he's from Hawaii originally, but he's a Pino. Shout out to the Filipinas. Mm, mm. Mm, 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 mm. And he's Puerto Rican. Tends to be small human beings. All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to Set Sana says free agent lifestyle for life. All right, the contractor says, not the bang yangs. The bang yangs. Shout out to uh, Good Afternoon Coach. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to the Filipinos, man. Yeah, the Filipinas. <clears throat> I can see why ninjas go over there. I've All my experience with Filipina women and, well, Filipino women. There are none with Filipino men. I'm cool with them. Have been fantastic. Yo, it's been tighter than the, oh, they can grab on to your soul. All right, this is a family show. <laughs> this is a family show. Let's get to the show. Straggle at Single Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get the banner up so we can be official. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Uh, let's see what we got here coming up. Uh, we got uh, Smoke Alarm, Smoke Detector. I suppose this is a racist trend going around where, um, you know, um, we've been talking about the smoke detector for a long time. I'm always wondering why they don't change their smoke detector. I believe Kevin Samuels has talked about the smoke detector. All right. Um, there's been people now. Now it's a trend talking about black people and smoke detectors. Now, there's a content creator on Twitter that is now making the rounds. And he's, I don't know how he got on this. Let me see what this person's name is. The person's name is Goose on Kick. Goose on kick. I can't pronounce it. All right. But uh, he has a woman he's talking to here, and he's going to try to get her to acknowledge the smoke detector battery. Now, I listen, I've seen celebrities, pseudo celebrities, rappers, basketball players. I've seen them not under not hear this alarm. Like I've seen people do skits and the alarm will be in a skit. The smoke detector battery, the nine volt battery, mostly. Is alerting you to change the battery, change the battery. And for some reason, people don't change the they don't change the battery. I don't understand it. But listen, I can I I can't say it's never happened to me. Sometimes the, the sometimes they just don't have ladders. You know, I don't know what it is. So this guy's gonna clear it up as to can you hear the smoke detector in your background? Here we go. Hello, it's nice meeting you. It's nice meeting you. Before I leave, I just want to say, uh, whenever you get a chance, I'm not saying now, but maybe get on a step stool and replace the battery in your smoke alarm. <laughs> Don't do it for me. Do it for you. I mean, she, oh, Jesus, look at this, man. Oh, inbreeding, if you will. But uh, take a look at this individual. Oh, the humanity. I don't know who that person is, but 
I think she's either been dropped on her head or she's been inbred. All right, so she's confused as to where the smoke detector alarm, what's going on. Goose Wayne is his name. It's it's already a new battery in there. No, there's not. Wait a second. Oh, man. Wait a second. It'll chirp. See? Yeah, she didn't hear it. I'm telling you, man, this is a this is a bad thing because I even see do I see people doing skits. I see pseudo celebrities and they live in big houses and that thing will be chirping. And I'm like, how do you put up with that? That's crazy. You see it now? <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be a thing. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. No. Is it supposed to like sound some type of way? Well, alright. You have become immune to the chirp. Good night, okay? God bless. Alright. They don't even hear it anymore. Yeah, and so that's gonna sound racist. I know when white people say that they, they, what do you mean by they? Who are you calling they? But in this case, they don't even hear it. Yeah, no, they in the house. But yeah, ninjas don't even hear it. They don't. It's crazy. It's one of those things, man. I think, I don't know what it is. I, I, you know, some people call it laziness. I, you know what? I have a theory. This is my theory. I think because people, they get used to it. They got some, you know, the way the way the struggle to make ends meet and the, the racism you're experiencing, you know, people have certain stresses and they don't realize. I think this thing stresses you out and causes anxiety more than, you know, because it's in the background, it, like your soul hears it and you're frustrated and you're irritable. And it's mostly the car. It's mostly the battery right? that's playing a role and you're irritable. But I think initially it comes on in the middle of the night. That's normally when I have a smoke detector issue. Middle of the night, like 2.30 in the morning, chirp. It's like, oh, I don't want to get up. Then I think another thing is people don't have equipment. They don't have a step stool or a ladder. So if it's up there, obviously, if it's a single mother, we'll talk about that later. She don't have a ladder. I guarantee you nine out of 10 single mothers, are you watching me? I guarantee you nine out of 10 of you do not have a step stool or a ladder. Like you don't have one, right? That's just something you wouldn't buy. Although a ladder got to cost 18 to 30 bucks. For some reason, that's a, it's, that's something you can't expense. So you're like, I'll wait to call the maintenance guy. You forget, 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 put it off. And then you don't have the equipment to change the battery. Neither, neither do you have a nine volt battery. You know, you living on a tight budget. So you're like, that's $30 for the ladder. $10 for the nine volt. <laughs> Somebody say, get a chair. Uh, the thing is, a chair is not tall enough. A chair might not be tall enough. It might not be tall enough, right? The ch- you got to think a woman is average size, five, 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 four, five, five, maybe five, six. All right, you put the chair down, you still can't reach it, right? Because you got to be able to leverage it, unscrew, get the little two prongs off. A chair ain't going to cut it. You're going to need a ladder mostly or a higher step stool. So that's going to defeat the purpose for them. You know what I mean? It's going to be, trust me. And then when they come over getting their cheeks clapped, they forgot to tell the ninja to at least change the battery or they don't have a battery on hand. Mm. (laughs) So I'm telling you, man. 
it's one of those things, but it's a straggle moment. Uh, let, hey, if you're watching my show, change your battery. Change your battery. But if you don't have a ladder, Ninja, go to Home Depot, get you a ladder. Chirp. Chirp. Let's go to the next one here. Uh, what about this one? Picking up. All right, guys running game. All right, here it is. Guys are tired of the game. This is a skit, but let's go ahead and run it. Hey, I just wanted to say, really beautiful, and I'd love to take you to dinner sometime. No, thanks. Okay. That's it? You're not going to try to convince me? But you said no. Yeah, but no can mean yes. If I want to play games, I got a Nintendo at home. So you're good. Thank you. Have a great day. But I love Nintendo. Oh, man, that's terrible. All right. Uh, something that I talked about here, uh, what's going on here. You know, the dynamics between men and women are kind of getting weird. And women will, there's a funny thing on, um, you know, women saying, I tell men no that I'm interested in. Some women say no, no means no. Some women say no means to progress further. Try harder. All right. Why men don't try? It's hard enough to get to approach, right? So getting the approach, you better be very specific about what you're doing. Ninja's got options out here. All right. We got people to approach. I mean, women be like, I'd be getting approached all the time. Okay. I got, I got other people to approach. Now here's the thing. No means no. You beat it into our head. You said no. Okay. <laughs> all right. I guess that's the end of it. Some dudes aren't going to go through all the objections and the game and the finessing and the mouthpiece. We got shit to do. Plus, he said he got a new Nintendo. You're not interested. You're not interested. But the reason why women turn men down initially or at least make it hard is because if they do have some genuine interest in you, they don't want to be perceived as easy. So most women's default setting is to reject. Even if they're interested in you, it's to kind of make it harder to come hither, come hither, come a little more, try a little bit more, try a little bit more. You want my phone number? Why you want my phone number? Okay, I bet you you ask all the girls for this. And why you don't do that? Why don't you check for me on Instagram first so you can see my social status? And then maybe we can work up on my number. Well, this just ain't got no time for that shit. This ain't got no time. But uh, if you ever get into a relationship with the woman, the thing is she wants to make sure you know she ain't an easy woman. Okay, now, if she's already choosing on you, this is a different conversation. Remember, not everything is a blank statement, blanket statement. If the woman's interested in you, she'll choose and make it easy. And if she just wants it easy for sex, this is a whole different conversation. We're talking about the basic male-female interaction, not a girl that wants to have sex with Chad and Pookie, not a ninja running the mouthpiece on a piece of shit straggle-daggle. Like, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the base, base level conversation, introduction, approach not no cold approaching whores and sluts all right not them we're talking about the basic level approach with the basic person and the basic person <laughs> and so here it is right here she was easy she was ready to go but she already gave up her default reject default reject it's kind of like the soccer you know what i mean so, oh, put up that flag it's default they can't help it they're rarely ever Hey, what's going on? Let me get your number. Okay, here. And then walk away. Okay, I'll call you tomorrow. There's, you're rarely going to get that. Even guys that tell you to run game in a mouthpiece, no, you're rarely going to get that. So now she's finding herself, but I like Nintendo. Aren't you going to try harder? Nope. No. <laughs> All right, so this is where it's going here. Obviously, this is a skit, but this does play in the head of a lot of men and women, right? Mostly men. You reject, I'm gone. 
Hey, I just wanted to say, really beautiful, and I'd love to take you to dinner sometime. No thanks. Okay. That's it? You're not gonna try to convince me? No means no. No means no. You literally said no. I mean, that's, that's kind of the messed up thing about it. She says, no, no, thank you. All right. <laughs> it ain't like I ain't got nothing else. And, oh, them young girls don't want you? Yeah. It's crazy, huh? Somebody says men aren't this brave anymore. Men don't do this in the city I live in. I wish they would ask me to dinner. But they do. Uh, best they do is hit you up for Netflix and chill on IG. Yeah, you know. When men learn to stop wasting their time, these streets will be tough. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot, a lot of women default also think that men don't have anything going on. Right? So default, they think, if I approach you, I have nothing going on. Right? I even seen it in a comment. I played a video earlier. I looked at the comments. The guy was like, don't get married. The older Indian guy. And the woman was like, well, I can see he's completely unhappy. They automatically think how they think men think how they think. Right? They think if, if a woman's interested, let me, let me just say this, ladies. Women think that when they're interested in men, that men are hyper, as hyper-selective as women. They believe men are hyper-selective. So women will actually match with very small percentage of men, meaning that the men she matches with, there's genuine interest. Men don't match with women they're generally interested in. We match with a wide variety of women, and then we whittle it down to who may be interested in us. <laughs> right? So we cast a wide net. So by the time I approach you, it's not like them. If they approach men with, with who they're interested in, they will approach a small amount of men. When a man approaches a woman, we're casting a net out to thousands. <laughs> so what they believe are is like men are like women. Oh, you have nothing else going on. That's why you approach me. No, that's what you have in your life when you have nothing going on you approach men okay when you're not married in a relationship you're not happy men are happy as hell men are happy they just get lonely and they forget and they get stupid so we're not like you so just because a guy's not married doesn't mean he's not happy he's probably more happy than he would be in a marriage just because a guy approaches you doesn't mean he has nothing else going on and he's lonely and he has nobody to select from uh in fact one bit of advice that I always teach is this. Most men who approach women that don't seem scared, those men have a lot of women. I'm going to say it again. Most men who approach women in public and they ain't nervous or scared and they just walk up, conversation, they get the talking, chit-chatting, let it go here. They get the number. Those men got lots of women. <laughs> it's the complete opposite. If a man, the, the biggest signal for a woman that they should look for, if the, if the guy's nervous, if he's nervous and fidgety and he can't get the words out right and he will. <laughs> but the reason why a guy can easily approach a woman is because he got reserves. It ain't confidence, <laughs> right? J Flo, he said confidence on 10. The reason why you can be confident, confident is because you already got puss waiting at the crib. You got puss on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 
You trying to fit this broad in. Okay, when can I get this broad in? <laughs> Women don't think like that. Women only think to approach or make themselves known when they ain't got no guy. A guy goes, I already got five broads. This the next one. Six. <laughs> What's up, baby? What's going on? Hey, come here. 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 Come here when I talk to you. Come on. Sit down right here. Oh, you don't want to sit down? You don't want to follow instructions? Okay. I see what you're going to do, but let me tell you something here. Let me, let me make this quick. I already know what you're going to say before you say it. My name is Third Leg Greg. Do me a favor. Give me your phone. Give me your damn phone, man. I ain't got no time for this. Give me the damn phone. Girl, I know you like me. I know you like me. Don't play around. Look, let me put my number in there. Boom. Let me call my phone real quick. Mm-hmm. My ass will be seeing you on Wednesday. Be ready, like I said. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got 50 bitches. <laughs> I do it. If you say no, oh, well, you ain't did nothing. But a woman be like, I like a man that's confident. <laughs> he's confident because he's got reserves. If the dude all fidgety, he's like, uh, hi. hi, my name is Roger. You come around here often. <laughs> mm. Perhaps, uh, can I follow you on your Instagram? I know you probably don't give out phone numbers. You probably don't even want to give me your Instagram. <laughs> All right, anyway, enough of this mess here. Look, uh, let's see here. Let's look at another straggle here. Mom shoots son over SD card. Damn, it's getting hectic out here. Look at this mother, too. Look at his mother. All right, here we go right here. Let's get to it murder and the death of her 12-year-old son. She shot Caden Ingram over a missing SD card from her car. After she first shot him, police say Harris demanded the card again. When Ingram said he didn't know where it was, his mother shot him a second time. I know everybody like a good story. I get that. But we're not entertainment. We're a, we are, we are, we are a family in pain. Grader loved video games and sports. Oh, he was into uh, basketball, baseball, very, very huge Cubs fan. And he was close with his family, especially his mom, Fallon Harris. That's best friend, because that's what she called Caden. That's why they say they didn't see it coming. Prosecutors say Fallon Harris killed Caden inside their Southside home Saturday morning. She shot him twice in the head. Ah, the she shot him twice in the head? Second shot captured on video. What? Caden collapsing on the kitchen floor. She's now charged with first-degree murder. Oh, man. Is this Chicago? This got to be Chicago. What the hell? Oh, my goodness. Say Fallon Harris killed Caden inside their Southside home Saturday morning. She shot him twice in the head. The second shot captured on video. Caden collapsing on the kitchen floor. She's now charged with first-degree murder. Ordered held without bond. That was Fallon's body that committed that horrible act. Man, I don't know what go. I don't know when that was. I don't know when that was. Uh, that's a horrible story. Over an SD card. Man, that's crazy. Somebody said burn that witch. All right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and then recorded the second shot. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. That's unbelievable, man. Hey, man, you guys got to watch out for these people, man. They got some demons out here. Speaking of cold approach, <laughs> segueing in. Allegedly, we got a skit or a one of these things in the infield. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the infield here. 
This guy's got confidence. All right, here we go. Yes, you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm married. God damn it. Every single time. What's up with all the beautiful girls being married or in a relationship? Am I ugly? No, you're very handsome. Okay, where's your ring? Let me see. It's not on. Oh, so you don't take it seriously. <laughs> uh, interesting, interesting. Um, no, I do. I'm in town till tomorrow. <laughs> what are you doing here? Anything cool? All right, so what you hear is this a woman supposedly married in this pickup infield um, skit, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and uh, yeah, she looks like a nice piece of sloppy yogurt. All right, Millie Mouth, she's definitely on her master splinter. Looked like she jumped right out the shower, parted her head to the side, and ran on outside. All right, but um, um, what you're seeing is the objections that most men want to overcome, right? In the previous, or the previous skit where we saw someone pick up she said no and that was it most men wouldn't fight through these objections but obviously he has a microphone in the camera so he's fighting through it let's see how far he gets here hey guys you have a boyfriend <laughs> i'm married god damn it every single time what's up with all the beautiful girls being married or in a relationship am i ugly no you're very handsome okay where's your ring let me see it's not on oh so you don't take it seriously <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, no, I do. I'm in town until tomorrow. <laughs> what are you doing here? Anything cool? No. I was hoping you could tell me. <laughs> well, there's no ring. Can I get your number? Um, sure. Yeah. If I do something tonight, I'll let you know. Okay. Were you just walking around looking for cute girls? That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. There's like four others that are potentials, but so far I like you the best. That's what I tell them all. Okay. Maybe all right. You can get a drink or something. Sounds good, Tara. Okay. All right. Nice talk soon. Let me guess. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, this is going to bring up some rough feelings for the red pill guys and the, yeah. And so obviously, you know, he's, he fits, that's, that's a, that's a guy that would be, he's tall, you know what I mean? So in the suburban community, that's a big deal. Tall and skinny. Well, at least he's tall. All right. But, um, you know, if it's, if this is true, obviously it was a married woman that gave her phone number to a guy random guy in the park i'm not sure uh, you never know if those are true or not i don't share many of those although straggle and sniggle is meant to share skits and interpret them but guys listen if it's that easy it's that easy it is all right this is why you have to be concerned out here if you are married if you have a girlfriend you got to be concerned so he's tall he's a good looking guy yeah she's gonna give him the benefit of the doubt all right and uh that's all it takes sometimes and white yes and white it happens sometimes happens all right and uh he tried to be corny and he also tried to show that he had an abundance mindset which uh oddly enough a lot of guys think having an abundance mindset and expressing it to women will turn them off it can turn some women off it can turn some women off but some women go for abundance mindset sometimes they don't want anything serious with you either sometimes they're in transition they'll be like i'm not ready for a relationship bitch i ain't looking for no relationship hit me up now I have to think about it. Oh, damn. All right, what you, who, thought, who told you I was looking for a relationship? So um, he even tried to sneak that in with the, hey, yep. Oh, by the way, she actually did it herself. She did it first. I bet you you're going around here talking to cute girls. Yes, I am. A lot of people will back out of that one. No, not me. I'll just notice you. <laughs> Watching you. But yeah, telling them, oh yeah, I'm about to go get a whole bunch of numbers, bitch. You better make sure that when I ring your phone and beep you 911, you better pick up. But uh, anyway, let's go to the next one here. Uh, let's see here. 
We got one. How many more we got? We got two more. Two more. This is a short one. Again. Again, I don't promote. I'm going to have to put this up because ninjas don't know. All right. I don't promote anyone engaging in any illegal activity. Never have, never will. Always look for emotional relationships. <laughs> All right. All right. Everybody got it. All right. So let's put this up here. Times are tough out here and hard work need to be gotten. Take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. What in the world? She about to shake a leg. Telemundo. Enrique. Ruben. Roberto. What are you doing? You're being a bad guy here. Hey, man, you got the work truck going too? Oh, man. He got him a skeezer. He got it. In these streets. Man, you got to make a couple of dollars. This ninja been moving furniture all day. He got to go in and get a little bit of stress relief. She riding the thing all the way up. Got her Al Figueroa style. Ruben, Sancho, Sanchez, what are we doing? <laughs> Watching you, my man out there starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh, man, this is a Figueroa special. Look at my boy in the Telemundo. Blade Wars. Oh, it's getting crazy. He lifted her up on the chat. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy, man. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. That's definitely Southern California right there, brothers, man, yo. <laughs> hey, sometimes rent needs to be paid somehow. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Ninja taking his lunch break. He like, all right, bring it on here. This is crazy. Hey, man, so now you know who the customers are. Last one. Take a listen at this. This is Deion Sanders and Babyface Kenny Edmonds. All right? For the white people, this is a musician in the black community. I know. You might, you, you might kind of know him. I kind of know Babyface. Yes, you know him. Well, they had an interesting conversation. This is not new. This is an older conversation. Obviously, many people know that Deion Sanders actually is um the is is dating at one point. I think they're still dating. Maybe they're not anymore. I can't remember. He was dating Tracy Edmonds. All right. The ex-husband is babyface. Dion partnered up with Tracy Edmonds. Are they still together? Because I know Pilar was around. Pilar's Pilar's kids are the ones that Dion is coaching right now, if I'm not mistaken. Tracy is Dion's girlfriend, partner. They call her a partner here. All right, but they're not married. Dion ain't no fool. He had a rough divorce with Pilar. Pilar drug his ass around. All right, here we go right here. All right, Pilar drug his ass, but of course, now that's over. And Dion went through a horrible divorce. But I think they're still together. They're dating, right? And he wasn't giving up his career. But here it is right here. Dion Sanders and Babyface having a conversation and I think this is a healthy conversation. All right. This is a healthy conversation because these are two men. They actually have one woman between them. And again, remember I talked about monogamy. There is no monogamy. Ninja, we partner swapping at this point. But sometimes when you get to this point, two guys will simp and you'll have a death by simp. Or you'll have the new guy try to destroy the old guy. Or you'll have the new guy get jealous and destroy both or one of the, one of the partners. But I think more men should do this. Take notes. A lot of guys will call this simping and call it weak, but I call this strong. 
every man, when you break up with a bitch and she get with a new ninja, I think you should have a beer with that ninja. So you can tell them, hey, man, it's kind of like the old pimps do. Hey, you got my girl. You knock me for my girl. Okay, this is what she do good. This is how she get my money. This is what she do. All right. Okay, you got my new girl. All right, don't listen to none of this bullshit. She going to hit you with this. She going to hit you with that. But instead, we do the opposite. We let the woman isolate us from the new guy. And then the, the woman puts her claws in the new guy, get him gassed up, and come at the old guy. Now, watch this. Let's go ahead and play the video here. All right, let's turn the volume up. A lot of peace. A lot of peace and calmness to my life. Yeah. I've never really dealt with no one like that that could bring peace. Right. And, it, you know, it's always been rocky. And I had to supply all that, but now she brings it, so I don't have to supply everything. I, I, I'm, I'm happy for you guys. I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. I'm happy for you too, man. This is a different situation for most folks. Yes, it is. You know, they can't, can't quite understand it. Right. Uh, I don't think it should be any other way. Why do you think men can't do this, though? Same reason women can't do it, because they can't get past a pain. It's like they like living in it. Right. Kenny and I can sit down and talk about any and everything, Tracy included, but kids come first. That's why Kenny and I are here, because the kids come first. For me, for Tracy to have a good life and to move on with her life and pick the right person to be a part of her life, it makes it better for me because it makes it great for my kids. Right, you know? and that's what it's all about. And Tracy's my friend, mm -hmm. you know, so we are, we are friends for life, mm -hmm. and so, I'm going to always wish nothing but good for her and picking the right person to share her life with. That's a big piece. It is. And I think you guys are a good space. Well, I appreciate sure, it. It sure seems like it. Sure feels like it. You're all right with me, man. <laughs> Tracy's now to me, I know it, this seems hard for a lot of people. All right. And a lot of people leave with a bitter taste in their mouth and uh, they want to keep the bitch and you want to control her. It's, she's not yours. It's just your turn. There's not anything, there's no such thing as forever, all right? There's no woman that has been here, been a virgin, and been with that person that they been a, gave up their virginity with forever. It doesn't happen. So sometimes you lose your girl, and you like, all right, if you have the right mindset, you got blue chip mindset, you have your priorities straight, hey, fella, hey, you know what? Thanks for taking my, take, take these problems off my hand. This was my biggest, this was my dick biggest problem anyway, this was an expensive problem for me. Uh, <laughs> and then you can look at them and say, Did you, you just inherited a whole bunch of problems, but that's not between me and you. That's between you and her. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. Ain't no hard feelings. And then you lighten the load for that guy. Guys, you don't, you won't, you won't understand how much that lightens your load. It lightens everything. You break all of that bullshit off and then you go in there. All right. You go in there and you let them know. Hey, ain't no hard feelings. Move on with life. It is what it is. But yeah, man, ain't no need to be taking our lives over no women. And by the way, uh, Babyface went and got him a white girl. <laughs> he did get married to another woman and get divorced too, so Babyface don't have any luck over there. Ninja says sloppy seconds. Please, if you only knew, if you only knew, Ninja, you ain't the first one to break the seal on a woman. When was the last time you broke the seal on a woman? There is no more virgins out here. The last time you probably was 18, 17. Ninja, you all following up somebody. You all following up somebody. Don't think, Ninja. Hey, man, and listen. The amount of times. I'm a, you want to you hear something? 
the amount of times you probably have followed up another man and didn't know it, that really will wreck your mind. If you have a friends with benefit, a new girlfriend, a new girlfriend you just started dating, you're on date number three, um, and you just committed in the first three months, Ninja, you followed up a ninja that didn't put the hammer and skied it in her guts. And you came and followed that up. No raincoat. <laughs> no raincoat. Same day. Same day. Who want to prove me wrong? Ladies, let, let these ninjas know. Same day. I'm going to tell you how you did it, too. If you're older than 30, you followed up another dude same day. <laughs> and you had no idea. Facts. It's fact, fact, facts. All right, anyway. Now, it's, I'm not saying it's the norm, but you followed up another, another dude same day. You swallowed that ninja kids when you kissed her. Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Trying. Yeah. Same day. If you're married, there's a big likelihood. Let me, I know. If you're married, there's a high likelihood that you followed up her boyfriend or your her boyfriend followed you. Hold up. Y'all not ready, are y'all? Y'all not ready. Are y'all ready? If you're married, there's a high likelihood that you followed her boyfriend or your her boyfriend followed you. Who wanna bet? <laughs> Who wanna bet? <laughs> Who wanna bet? I can guarantee this. I can guarantee that if you that I, listen, don't let me stop. <laughs> I'm putting stuff in y'all head. You're gonna be looking at your wife like <laughs> this is a guarantee, fam. This is a guarantee that will straggle a single theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Strag on Snickle Theater, let's get to some contributions and then we'll get on to the next part of the show. All right, everybody acting like you cracking over new, opening up new women. Man, please, you ain't taking the seal off of Nathan out here in these streets. Only if your high school adolescence extended to adolescence. That's the only possible way. Anyway, <laughs> that's the only possible way. All right, uh, let me see here. Shout out to Set Sana says, death by straggle, shaking my head, for real. For real. For real. Shout out to Lee Smith says, my name is Chuck, and I'm a cluck. I'm taking her to the back of my truck. I told her to duck, because we about to, oh. What's up, CGA? I got money. Shout out to you. I got money. Indeed. Shout out to you. Let me check on the Cash App and PayPal and Venmo. Uh, did I get Trigger Verse? I did. <laughs> oh, man, it's a cold world out here. Yep, your wife came home from work after she was all in the Xerox closet. Came home to you, walked in the door. Hi, honey, and you kissed her. Dragged her to the back of the bedroom, and she ain't even go, had to go. She ain't even get to go to the bathroom yet. She ain't even go piss her, piss his other ninja kids out. And you macked her down, took her to the bedroom. I've been waiting for you to get home. She's like, uh, can I run to the bedroom? Nah. <laughs> You're like, rah, rah, following up all the kids. Inside, all the sperm swimming like, damn, you too? 
Where the hell is this? <laughs> mm. uh, that thing stanking you like you got a little stank on it, but it's all right. Oh, pff, blown out. You went right in there. <laughs> who believe me? Hey, who believe me? Who don't believe me? Who don't believe me? I'm just letting you know. If she came back from the nightclub, she came back to the club and jumped right on your lap, or she tried to get in bed all quiet, I've been waiting for you. She came from girls' nights out. You grab her. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> all right, I've been waiting for you to get home. Are you drunk? Are you frisky? Go right in there. Bounce her, then skeet it all up in there. <laughs> Women, where do, you know what? Uh, listen, there's about 10 women watching me right now. And they quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. You notice, nobody says anything that I'm saying is a lie. Have you noticed that? And they're hater. Wa- Dude, don't think that the, how, how many people watching me? Almost 1,500 people. Not one person is in here saying this dude's lying. Not one. That's got to be concerning. Not all of the people watching me are supporters. Even the people who agree with me don't agree every time I'm talking. Not one person is saying, no, this guy's lying. (laughs) Oh, here we go. He's ninja snuggle. Just think about that. The stuff that I say, I'm one of the most truthful. Oh, Elizabeth. Okay, she woke up. She went and grabbed her phone. Here comes Elizabeth here. All right, thank you. Elizabeth said, oh, this is not true. She had to grab her phone. <laughs> anyway, where are we at? Okay. Shout out to who is this in the building? I can't pronounce this. But it's it. We're going to call you KP. Coach, homework assignment completed. I watched the movie Thin Line. Felt bad for the hero, but he should have known better. Being cold like a MF, a mother sucker. He says, love you, coach. And thank you. You, as always, shout out to you being cold. And, uh, yeah, man, Thin Line is a wake-up call for a lot of brothers. All right. Indeed, shout out to Sizzo. Shout out to Sizzo. All right, he says, shout out to the Yob Mob. Yes, people in the east side know Samoan people, LOL. He says, I have an older brother at my Yob by the name of Sifa, who treats me like a little brother. He says he buys me random lunches, too. Such a good soul. Such a good soul. Yeah, they're good soul people, man. They're giving. They're caring. All right? You just don't want to be in the bad side of one of them, man, because Sifa can break your ass in half. All right? Anybody else telling me I'm lying? She lying in bed. Indeed. All right, what do we got here? Shout out to no- Mr. B says, Coach, my son went to his mother's house for one weekend recently, and when he is there, we usually FaceTime and play Roblox together. That damn smoke detector was going ham. I couldn't take it. I had to pull up with a 9-volt battery and change it. She was conditioned to the sound, shaking my head. Sisters. Hey, Elizabeth. Where's Elizabeth? Elizabeth, is your smoke detector going off? Mrs. This is not true. Is your smoke detector going off? All right, because if you if it is, you cannot talk. You cannot speak about what we say here. Change your smoke detector. (laughs) All right. All she said was, that's not true, and skedaddled up out of here. She was like, that's not true. 
If and you know what the funny thing is, I find it odd that people say it's not true and STIs are going crazy. How do you explain STIs? How do you explain super gonorrhea? How do you explain that? It's all dirty Johnson Rodneys. Yeah, it's all men. No, that's not the case. Women, more women have sex than men. First of all, there's more women than men, but more women have sex than men. And more women have multiple partners than most men. It's how. (laughs) It's so obvious. Only a small percentage of men are getting it. Only a small percentage of men, only a small percentage of men can say they have multiple partners. Only a small percentage. Is it all of those 20 guys spreading STIs? It's crazy. All right, shout out to Macaroni Tony. It's easy to tell by the comment section who's never seen the Mac. He says, now we can settle this like gentlemen. We can get into some gangster-ish. Always settle this like gentlemen. All right. EWF El Jefe says, your morning show was a banger today. So many pearls. That um, That is pretty much saving my life every day. Thank you. You should charge $10 a video. So that we can replay it whenever we want. Your information should not be free. Goat. Indeed. Thank you, brother. Indeed. All right. We giving away some valuable, valuable, valuable information. And much of it is going to be, you're going to figure this information information out later. Like what I tell you, I'm just going to say keep living. But later on, you're going to get down the line and you're going to find something that you're going to be like, damn. CGA said this, right? You're going to say CGA said this. You're going to look back and like, damn, he got me. Hey, there's nothing new under the sun. Corey says, coach the goat. Shout out to you, the nanny goat. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. Let me check Super Chats while I'm, before I go. I did. All right, so what do we got next? The single woman economy, single mother economy. We saw that single mother clap her son, too. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. All right. Oh, there was something else. I was going to talk about something else. I guess I'll skip this. We'll save it for tomorrow because we got a really funny show coming up. The single mother economy. All right. So we're going to talk about this right here. This is a new book. There's a lot of books that have shined information on this one. It says right here, new book shows economic downside of single parenting. Now, they say single parenting. They don't want to put single mothers on there to trigger everybody. But we know the primary, primarily most single parent households are mothers. All right, are mothers. A new book by a leading economist argues the two parent, that two-parent households are essential for creating the hardworking, educated labor force that fuels long-term economic growth. I agree. Again, people think that I'm anti-marriage. I'm not. I'm anti-marital laws. But I'm also pro if you have children, have a two-parent household. Um, driving the news, this is Melissa S. Kearney, a University of Maryland economist, argues the two-parent privilege, which I've actually demonstrated many times on Blue Chip Mindsets. Released on money, the structure of, of families is an underrated factor in economic outcomes. Underrated, my ass. It is the primary factor. I mean, two-parent privilege. I, dude, she must have stole that from me, by the way, because I called it... I think, I think she stole that. She didn't steal it from me. I actually called it that. The parent, pri- no, family privilege is what I called it. Family privilege. A top scholar of the economics of family structure, Kearney argues that 
The public discussion of these issues, especially in elite circles, elite circles, new, 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 new world tends order. to avoid this truth out of a desire to avoid stigmatizing single parents. Now, we need to rain hell on single parents, men and women. We need to rain hell. We need to shame the hell out of single parents. And I'm going to tell you why. I grew up with a single parent. We need to shame the hell out of single parents. They're actually the ones causing the most of the problems. I know people don't want to hear this shit, but I'm sad. They're causing the problems. They, they, the criminals are created here. Now, I know somebody's going to say uh, two-parent households have problems too, and this is true. Nobody's perfect. But the stigma is because somebody's going to say, especially when they live in a community, Gary, Indiana, there's nothing wrong with a single parent. Of course you'll say that because 80% of the parents you know are single parents. So you'll say nothing's wrong with it. Meanwhile, your house is getting raided. All right. And it says right here, in particular, she finds that single parent households tend to contribute to economic inequalities in light of challenges of supporting a household on one income. Facts. I mean, this should be common sense. (laughs) This should be common sense. I mean, the families, the kids that do the best in our society are two parent household race kids. Now, we cannot guarantee two-parent households now they're saying single parents but this they're they're saying single mother no i'm not a single parent i'm a co-parent all right and i've had my co-parenting rights uh stripped all right taken from me and now i have to fight for them but uh co-parents are different than single parents and um co-parents are trash too most co-parents are trash and i say this so i can trigger you Most co-parents are absolute garbage, all right? So it's not a cope. You know, people cope and do co-parenting. Oh, we split custody. I co-parent. That's like saying I have a a partner as a a spouse. Co-parenting is trash. And I've actually pointed this out quite often, that co-parents are doing something that they would not even do if they were offered it, right? So co-parents are basically, if if co-parents switch positions with the children, Co-parents would stop the bullshit immediately. All right, but they're doing it as a, uh, it's like splitting hairs. All right, if the kids could stay in a stable home and the co-parents had to come inside of the house in and out every week, co-parents would stop co-parenting tomorrow. Mm. (laughs) Right? Because you got your kids living out of backpack for 9, 10, 15, 17 years. But if they said, no, the kids stay in one house, and then you guys get your studio apartment, and then you come back to the big house. Let your kids stay stable, and then every week you live out of a backpack in, backpack in a suitcase. Guess what? Co-parenting will stop tomorrow. Mm. Ninjas will be like, uh-uh. And I, I would, more judges st- should start ordering that shit. So I'm telling you, co-parenting is trash. Right? It's nothing but a cope to get the kids you know, somehow to split and try to normalize it. You're just normalizing. <laughs> Somebody said nesting is bullshit too. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I would not do it. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. What, what is missing is fathers. What is missing are fathers. That's what's missing. Without the father, your kids almost don't have a chance. And no, not no child support and not no, why these no good ninjas don't take care of their kids. Okay, you pick the no good ninja to procreate with. Think about this. But um, what they're saying is without the father, no chance. 
Now, I'm going to give you some um, anecdotal evidence as to this, but then we'll look at the real evidence. Okay. It says, uh, whenever they're saying, given, the ch- given that children from two-parent households are, in general, better situated to do well in school, graduate high school and college, and have higher earnings as adults, we should be concerned that 25% of U.S. kids live with only one parent. All right, and it's even more than that, but uh, they're saying 25%. Quote, strengthening families and increasing the share of U.S. kids growing in healthy, stable two-parent households would mean that more kids would be better positioned to thrive and ultimately to make positive contributions to the workspace and society, she adds. Like I said, there's no perfect solution, right? But this is the better solution. They're saying overwhelmingly it's the better solution. Now, let me go ahead and show you a video. I showed this at the end of the show, but I want you to take a look at this video. This is a prime example of why you need two parents. All right, let's go ahead and play this video. Here we go. Raising my son to be a good man so my future daughter-in-law won't have to. Son, what is a period? It means that girl bleeds every month. Absolutely correct. And how do you think that makes them feel? It makes them feel tired and bloated. Yes, it absolutely does. Good job, son. And what do you think would make them feel better? Chocolate and a yes day. Yes, what's a yes day? It means you gotta say yes to whatever they say. Ah, good job, Nah. Yeah, man, I'm just... Oh, the humanity. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not probably the best way to do it. It's not the best... Look, <laughs> I'll be doing a scratch about it. That's not the... <laughs> that's not the best way to... <laughs> I mean, but that's a prime example. That's an example of what the shit that uh, you have to put up with. This type of uh, raising of the kid to be something that you wouldn't even slept with. Because I know that kid's daddy don't look like that or sound like that. Like, what are you doing? Because what this is, is this is actually putting things in the person's head, right? Where the other person couldn't counteract it. The father couldn't counteract it. So now you're just abusing the kid because now you just got access to the kid, right? Just like, I know women are like, train them up right. Train them up right. Train them up like a monkey simp, all right? This is why we're going to have what we have here. Okay, here we go. Um, let me go to some data, and then I'll give you some anecdotal, and then I'll play a clip by this flatback. All right, annual child care costs. I mean, it costs a lot of money to raise kids. I mean, kids are not free. Anybody that actually wants to have kids, I don't know why you keep saying, but coach, I want to have kids. I mean, it costs a lot of money to raise kids. And some people are out here with four and five kids, not even by the same mother. Very irresponsible. And you're not giving your kids the best shot. And a lot of people are very much normies, right? You'll, they'll be like, well, you don't need to have this and you don't need to have that. This is all kind of cope. Right. Because, you know, you can't provide it. So you're saying they don't need it. Right. I mean, just be honest. Could you provide what you're saying they don't need? You cannot. So then when you cannot in the absence of being able to provide it, you say they don't need it. That is not parenting. (laughs) Now, if you can provide it and you're like, I choose to not go with that. That's a different story. But because you can't get it, then say they don't need it. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You ain't trying your best. And many times, if you have a two-parent household, you can, you can factor in for this. 
But there's a lot of selfish parents. There's a lot of selfish parents looking to abuse their children by intentionally keeping them away from another parent. I cannot believe that there's a, this many men, the amount of single parents we have, that this many men are abstaining from parenting. In fact, the custody court itself will tell you they're not abstaining from it. They're actually fighting for extra time and they're not being given extra time. This is one of the things where I think child support is wrong, right? There's a reason why it would be right. A reason for it to be wrong is that the mother's incentivized by keeping the kids. I'm going to keep the kids away from this parent by all means, whether I have to fall a false allegation, um, you know, penalize the parent from moving in my case and then make them jump through all these hoops. Then I'm going to have parenting time. Thus, I get more child support. See, this is shameful. We do this in our country. This is why there's so many single mothers. If single mothers were not incentivized by keeping the kids extra time, they would gladly give them over to the father. Gladly. If there was no incentive, whether you have the kid half time, co-parent or full time, if there was no incentive, women would gladly involve the other father. So much of it is a choice. It's a choice. Okay, now let's play this woman's clip and then we're going to uh, break down some anecdotal evidence. Let's play it. I'm going to be aggressive because nobody wants to hear this because what you want me to say today is actually being a single mother is totally possible. It actually isn't. It was never meant to happen for the human race, number one. Number two, single biggest determiner of whether a mother is a good mother, what do you think of this? This is going to blow your mind when I tell you the answer. Whether they have a supportive partner. All right, so there's the father again. The father again. So what is the single most important aspect for a child when parenting, right, a woman? What is the most important thing for a mother to have? A supportive partner. But we know that they get rid of these guys, all right? They're getting rid of because there's an incentive too where he makes a mistake. Okay, you're out of here. And then they'll claim he's not, wasn't supportive. All right, but let's get to you. The major argument for good dads is actually, can the dad be there for the mom? Because it's like a, a direct chain is what we see. What you see is that if you've got a, a father figure, basically, who's supportive to the mother, the mother's energy goes towards the children. Yeah. But the second that she doesn't have that supportive energy, she collapses. And this is absolutely true. I mean, most single mothers, just they're, they're just making it, scraping by, collapsing, right? And they'll admit it. They'll need extra child support. They'll need welfare. They'll need government help. They'll need their collapse. Divorcees collapse. As much as we talk about how it sucks for men to get divorced, great. Divorce, great. Women suffer more in divorce. Financially. Like they get ravaged. And much of it is because uh, they think they, they think they're going to get something there that they don't get in a divorce, right? They think they're going to get like $4,000 a month. They only get, 800 so now it messes everything up and it's only a matter of time before she's eating herself right so she continues to play this game of keep away to get get more child support right and they'll be bankrupt pretty relatively soon if they don't find another guy they'll be bankrupt all right and so this woman's trying to tell them and uh got and ladies i'm gonna tell you you deserve every bit of that shit i'm gonna just let you know you deserve every bit of that struggle you made a conscious decision to open that door. And whatever you get, if you eating pork and beans, if you can't pay rent, if you only getting that little $300 a month, if that's what you're getting, you deserve every bit of that. You deserve that bankruptcy. You deserve them eviction notices. This is just my one man's opinion. But you deserve all of it. 
Okay? So there's no pity party when it comes to this shit. And no, there's no exception to the rule. You deserve every little bit of that shit. Enjoy. <laughs> Just letting you know. I, that's how I look at it. Ninja, if you struggle, you starve, Ninja, it is you. Now, you can hand them kids over to me because I ain't going to let them starve. You will, though. You will. <laughs> right? But I won't. That's the difference between me and you. I'm going to do what I need to take. But if you out there starving and crying and struggling and striving, bitch, you deserve every little bit of it, and it is what it is. And the same thing if this was a guy. You deserve all of it. <laughs> right? So don't come crying to me with this. This was a conscious decision. You gambled. You lost. Because <laughs> they gambled. They gambled. They gambled to try to get some child support on you. They gambled and tried to monkey branch on you. They gambled and said, I don't need you. They gambled and made the situation tough for you. They gambled and had a baby by no good ninja. Hey, you crapped out. <laughs> hey, you crapped out, baby. Hey, life's a gamble, ain't it? It is what it is. Enjoy them pork and beans. <laughs> Enjoy them pork and beans. And then the bitch, I ain't got no egg. I ain't got no damn, I ain't got no uh, pray for you, don't cry for me, Argentina for you. So, ladies, uh, choose right. This is what this woman's saying right here. You need to start making good decisions, not based on emotion. Here we go. This is what happens. And then the kids get starved. And we're not actually supposed to be living in a single-family household, so it's supposed to be a lot more support towards mom than just dad. But I'm going with standard societal structure. You are a victim of a society that was never meant to work this way. Yeah, and see, this is what she's talking about. I called it the cope. Well, it's okay to be a single mother. Let's go over that. It's okay to be a single parent. It's okay to be a co-parent. Look, society wasn't organized that way. Now, what we'll do is we'll get into the trap. Because then now both parents have to work and the kids are out there floundering and everybody trying to figure it out. Your co-parenting got the kids shuffling back and forth. It's, it wasn't designed for this. Now, once you get into that, you're trapped into that. You cannot get out. That's the thing. But that's what happens when temptation shows up. The devil tempts. You fall. You bite. Now you're stuck. You can't get out. All right. This is why I say, hey, man, you made a choice. The struggle didn't choose you. You chose the struggle. Let me give you some anecdotal. Because they're talking about, I'm talking about this. Oh, wait a minute. They got me on a mailing list. Let's go back. Remember, this is pure. This is a no feelings approach to parenting. Of course, there's always feelings, but they're saying the economic when it when it boils down to dollars and cents, it doesn't make sense to have a single parent household. You understand? When it, you're just taking dollars and cents, when it comes down to it. You're disadvantaging severely the child if it's a single-parent household. Now, we know it to be single mother because when you look at the data, two-parent household or single-father families, kids do better overwhelmingly than any other type. So they're probably, they're, they're shooting at single mothers. But it says right here, single-parent households tend to contribute to economic inequalities in light of the challenges of supporting a household on one income. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about that because what people don't realize, what you lose when you are raised by a single parent. 
aka mostly a single mother. Okay. Now, people who are raised around this, where this is part of your culture, your communita, you don't notice it because the majority of the parentage is that in your apartment building. There'll be a lot of single mothers. And it's normal. And you'll be like, we just trying to figure out how to make it and do this. And my str- the, the struggle to make in me, ends meet. But there are several things that people lose out on incrementally compound from a young age to high school that that kid never gets. That the opposite people who have two-parent households and family privilege, they get these things. We talked about that in terms of family vacation. Family vacation. No, not going to the family reunion. That is not vacation. No, not going to see your relatives in Tupelo. That is not vacation. We need to start figuring out what a vacation is. Going to see your family in Gary for the barbecue and the picnic, that is not vacation. (laughs) Okay? Stop looking at that as vacation. We go places where? We went to Tupelo for the family reunion. That's not vacation. Vacation is a getaway. Now, where you went back to Tupelo every three years, because that's all you can afford, and you drove from Denver to Tupelo to get there, because you couldn't afford three airline tickets for two straggle daggles, two kids and one baby mama. (laughs) Right? Now, that's all the only time you left your house on a repeated basis. Versus the two-parent household people that average two to five vacations per year. That includes staycations. That includes amusement park. Do you realize incrementally how much healthy the two kids' lives will appear versus you? It's crazy. You multiply that by one year, five year, ten years. When you go on spring break, you stay at home watching cartoons and drinking fruity and eating fruity pebbles. Other kids going on vacation, real ones. Ski week, summer break, fall, winter. <laughs> and then they get the culture, understanding other people's culture, but you ain't left Jacksonville. It's a big deal. It's a big ordeal. How about this? How about this? Having someone pack a healthy lunch for you. I don't want to pack a lunch for my kids. My husband can do it. My kids can do it. But the kid gets that bonding experience. Meanwhile, you getting free lunch tickets. All right, all the free lunch kids line up over here. All the welfare, I mean, the free lunch kids line up over here. You're going to get your free lunch first. All the reduced lunch kid people line up over here. All the people that get on the bus to drive 30 minutes, 40 minutes to get back home. (laughs) All the people. Meanwhile, mom picking up the kid, going to tie. They're doing tutoring, soccer practice, taekwondo. This ninja ain't even got home from the bus. <laughs> it's crazy. He ain't even got home from the bus. Before you even plop down, five o'clock, you finally drag your ass back off the bus stop, walk three blocks all the way to your house. You open up the door, mom ain't even there. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. You multiply that day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, all because one of the parents got selfish. We're going to say the mother over here on this show. I don't need his ass. Get up out of here. 
and she got selfish. Now you're going through struggle. Now you guess what? Yep, it's time to go travel sports. Trying to say, travel baseball. Tra- we don't need to play travel. These kids don't need to be traveling. Why not? What's, what is it to lose? You got the money. Go ahead and let them travel. They ain't going to get no scholarship anyway. Are they trying to get a scholarship? They want to bond with their friends. They want to go there and try. What, did ask, what else are they going to do? Nothing. You have nothing else planned for them. We have the resources. Let them play travel ball. Who gives a fuck? It's their only time in their life that they're going to be able to do this. Once they turn 18, it's over. They don't play. They play in all these sports. Dude, they're lucky to play all these sports. Let them play. They ain't going to play these sports the rest of their lives. They only have this one time in their lives between the age of 10 and 18. Most of the time, they're going to be cut off by 15 or 16 when they get cut on varsity. So let them play as much as they can. Let them bond and let them socialize. But because you can't afford it, you don't want them to make the team. Because you can't afford it, you won't let them play. As if they had another option you created, did you? No, you didn't give them another option. You just didn't let them play. (laughs) You don't need to play. Now they sitting at home jerking off. Now they sitting at home impregnating thoughts. Now they're sitting at home on Instagram. Now they're sitting at home depressed. Now they're sitting at home. You see what I mean? They don't need Kumon. They don't need tutoring. It's all a scam. Let's rephrase it. You can't afford it. So you don't give it to them. So it's a scam. See, this is the whole thing about rich dad, poor dad. Because you can't afford it, you don't let them do it. Now, what about when you had costume, Halloween day, dress up like George Washington day, <laughs> right? bring your favorite cultural dish day in elementary school. Remember these days, dress up like the pilgrim in the Indians day. Bring your kid, bring your teacher a gift card day. You know what happens when you live with a single parent, mostly a single mother, you miss out on all of that shit. All of it. Your mama forget to send the costume. You forget to dress up and bring your George Washington, Abraham Lincoln hat. And then you forget to bring your Indian costume and she run up to the school. She run up to the school. Well, I don't want them to dress like an Indian. All because you didn't want to get your ass to Michael's and get the cutting paper and cut out the the, the, the turkey feathers. See, you were slacking on your pimping. So now you want to run up to the school and tell them, well, I can't afford the $20 supplies. <laughs> <laughs> hey press a one in the chat if you've been through this shit you ain't been to no open house when remember remember when they give you the books and you can get the stickers and the pencils and the little thing we don't need that all because you could not afford it it wasn't because they didn't need it it was because you didn't have the money for it let's stop the bullshit The time when you were supposed to all spend $20 to chip in for the pizza party. And then they gave you a week warning, two week warning, three week warning. They gave you three weeks warning. They gave you an envelope. They attached it to your back of your backpack. Your mother never checked it. You got rotten food in there. Here you go. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden. Here come the pizza party. They need $20. Your teacher tell you, hey, Devontae, 
Did your mama give you the $20? I sent her an email. Uh, she didn't give me the $20. All right. Everybody that don't put their $20 in won't be eating no pizza. You're going to have to go to the, uh, you're going to have to go to the office when the pizza comes. Here come the pizza. Here come the pizza on pizza day. All right. The following kids, all the single mother kids, the following kids have to go to the office, but they bring the pizza in and all the pizza smoke. You ready starving. You sitting there like, yeah, that brother's starving. I'm going to tear this pizza up. All right, everybody got to go. Dontavious, DeAndre, Saskalisha, Tata Alicia, all y'all got to go to the office. Huh? <laughs> but we got to go, what? Yeah, why don't y'all go to the office and come on back? All the white kids, they got their napkins stuffed in here. <laughs> all the white kids. All the white kids got their napkins. They mama out there scooping potato salad. With the raisins in it. <laughs> All the black kids in the office standing there with their knees ashy and shit. Elbows ashy, dirt on the back of their neck. You're like, damn. You come back. All the white kids got a piece of grease stains on their cheek. You looking at these bitches like. <laughs> <laughs> They got them, you know, because white people, you know, back in the day, they got the pizza stain on their damn cheek. You looking at these, they're just like. <laughs> yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> they tell your ass. They tell you. They tell your ass. They be like, hey, you know what? We going to science camp. We need $250 from everybody. We need the school district can't pay for the most of the trip. So we need $250 for the bus and a couple of, you know, donations for the counselor. All right. And we need your permission slip back five days before we need the insurance form filled out. You go to your mama, you leave it on the desk. You forget to tell her your single mother, because she's so busy, preoccupied with the struggle. She's going to blame the kid. You in fifth grade. You like mom, shit, man, your job is to parent me. Your job is to decompress me, right? Your job is to follow up with the school shit. Not, not just send me to school back and forth and not check on me for five days. So she mad at you that you didn't give her the permission slip. But because she's a single parent, she ain't got time to focus on that shit. So what happens is five days before the trip, hey, Dontavious, you got your permission slip? Damn, no, I don't know where it is. Mama done tossed it. You lost it. Can I get another one? Can you email my mama? Then you tell your mama three days, hey, uh, you need $250 in a permission slip and my insurance form. Your mama ain't got it. Day of the trip, here come your mama running up to the school in her damn pajamas. <laughs> now your kids, everybody packed with sleeping bags. Everybody packed with sleeping bags, toothbrushes, extra uh, underoos. They got their T-shirts. They got their off spray. They got their damn uh, sunscreen. They ready. Here she come, fussing outside the bus. And you didn't tell me, and you didn't, and you knew I was a struggling black single mother. She outside, everybody loaded on the bus. You standing outside with not a bag packed. No bag packed, no nothing. She outside the bus on the bonnet. And this is what happens, man. She got the assistant principal. 
a fat white lady. She just taking it with a hair, haircut to her shoulders. She just taking it. <laughs> yep. Then all of a sudden, the bus pull off without your ass. You watching everybody, they looking out the window at your monkey ass like, damn, <laughs> you really got left. And she walking fussing, come on. These white people, I need to tell them. <laughs> but she's got to send you to school because she got to go to work. So the assistant principal with the, the fat one with the short haircut. You know, Don Travius, you can stay in the office with us and help us with some office work. Five days of office work. You go to school, you go to school, and you go to the office for seven hours. Seven hours. You miss the fun on the bus. You miss the sniggling. You miss the bonding. You miss the inside jokes. You miss the little science experiment. You miss the hype. You sitting in the office. And then they come back. Five, yeah, five days of study hall. Everybody come back. They bounce it off the wall. Oh, you missed it, Don Travius. You missed it. And they telling inside jokes all next week. Everything they say. They sniggling. <laughs> you be like, what you laughing at? Oh, that's what we did at Science Come. Oh, you missed it, Don Travius. <laughs> now, you do that. Sixth grade, eighth grade, 10th grade. Stapling papers, sharpening pencils with the. (laughs) Now, bruh, these are just examples. I didn't experience all these, but listen, I worked at a school. I didn't work, but I actually, I did work at a school district. I was going to be a teacher and also, and also actually had kids that go through school. I saw parents do this. I saw parents do this. They forgot it was Halloween day. Oh, damn, it's Halloween. They got to run back. And there was always a parent coming back. Oh, that's all right. I got an extra costume. The extra costume parent. Oh, okay, come on. Come on. Let's go to the bathroom and get this little crumb snatcher. Let's put him on. What do you got? What are you? Power Ranger. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, this is the stuff that people do. It happens. It happens. And it happens all too often because really, this is the economic pain. Then when you get into the SAT, well, this culturally biased. No, it ain't. It's economically biased. <laughs> That's not culturally biased. So then they just get rid of it for everybody. Well, let's not count it for everybody because these assholes couldn't get their life together. Mm. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? This shit is, this is incremental. It is compounding. And does that mess with the kid's self-esteem? Hell Yes. The kids know, and we used to talk cash shit about kids that was in this situation. We, we wasn't letting off of them. We used to talk about all the bologna sandwich and government cheese they ate. They get on the bus smelling like PP. They get on the bus smelling like PP because they, they parents wasn't paying attention. They pissed the bed. They didn't jump in the bath. They walked right on the bus smelling like piss. Oh, yeah, we let them have it. We let them have it. And they inevitably... They didn't come from a two-parent household. That's not no two-parent household shit. (laughs) That is some single mother shit. 100%. So, man, I'm telling you, man, these things, man, 
<laughs> ninjas begging for your crust. Yep. I mean, you're going to eat that. And then eventually those kids become bullies because that's, you know, they, they're watching you being privileged. They're watching other people being privileged, right? And they become the bully. I'm going to have to bully this person. And then the, the privileged kids start bullying the poor kids. And most of it is family privilege. It doesn't have to do with race. Most, most of it is family privilege. As a matter of fact, when you get to high school, when you get to high school, what will happen is the kids that actually have the compounding two-parent uh, compound uh, financially, economically, their kids will start driving cars at 16. And then you'll call them white privilege and spoiled and they didn't need a car and they shouldn't have. Why? Because you can't afford it. Again, let's go back. You're saying they shouldn't have it because you can't afford it. But inevitably, after you get the, by the time you get to 16, you've been with a single mother, mostly, for 10 years of your life. Compound that 10 years and figure out two-parent household, two-parent parent, two-parent household, they have enough to give that kid a car at 16. You don't. You can't keep up with one income. I don't care what the income is. You can't keep up. So then ninjas don't have a driver's license till they 21. They're not thinking about driving no car because they ain't getting no car. It ain't a possibility. It ain't even an option. So you're like, I ain't even think about getting no car. Why? I'm not thinking about getting my driver's license. Why? It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm not driving anyway. You see what I mean? This is compound. This is stuff that it brutalizes the kids experience. And women, mothers are choosing to let their kids go through this. They're choosing. Or you can drive dad's car. Can't drive dad's car. Dad will have a whole car over here. Hey, you can let my son live over here. I got a car for him. The mother will say no. The mother will say no. No, I, he can't go over there. Why don't you just send the car over here? The fuck? Just send the car over here if you're going to give it to him. Why don't you buy him a car? So, I, Okay, who's going to buy him a car so it can sit over there? All right, where I don't see it. But in their mind, they're so selfish that that's what they'll offer. And if you don't do it, you're a deadbeat. This is the selfish stuff that women choose to do. This is why I'd never feel sorry for them. Screw yourself. If you choose that, you choose to lose. You choose to struggle. You want to be selfish? Struggle. Go broke. Get evicted. Who cares? Go bankrupt. This is why people lose. It's not this racism stuff. It's not this stuff that you think. What you think is racism is actually this stuff. It's not racism. It's not. It's your parents choosing you to, to do this. And it starts off early. <laughs> it's crazy. It starts off early. It's, it's, it's somewhere, it's, some, it's a weird dynamic, but we allow this to happen. And then we'll say, it's okay to be a single mother. I think it's deplorable. There's some case-by-case -case basis, but when this is the norm, this is what you get. But anyway, let me get to these super chats and we're going to get into the main event, which should be fun. It should be funner than what we just went through. But I opened up some wounds today. <laughs> I opened up some wounds. 
It's blame everybody else. Yep. It's oh, it's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. And they choose to lose. They choose to struggle. It's so sad. It's sad. But again, they take they get what they get. And men don't have time to be fighting this shit every day because you're you're a pitiful person or miserable or you're selfish. Men don't have time to be fighting this battle every day. I got bigger battles to fight. I got bigger battles to fight. A lot of men got bigger battles to fight and we'll go fight those battles before we fight you because we don't have time to fight you. (laughs) All right, who gonna sit around and fight you as you're going through your miserable period in your life? As you're floundering through life. I ain't got no time to fight you, baby. Go go ahead and figure your own life out. And uh, I'll try to correct the kids later. Mm. Ninjas got triggered. Did, did you guys, did you guys, did I trigger some memories? Stuff you done forgot, didn't you? When your lights got turned off. You guys, you have women choosing to have kids live with, a, with them with their lights getting turned off. Like, this is, this is child abuse, by the way. This is abuse. When these kids could be better off somewhere else. And they will sit there in five days of darkness with their kids. Ninja. With, 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 with uh, no batteries on the flashlight. One screwdriver. You don't even have a screwdriver. You have a butter knife. Talking about, we going to make it. And you can send the kid over to the kids. Go, go over to your cousin's house. Go over to your daddy's house. Go over somewhere else. And they will literally let their kids sit in that bullshit. Stop. It's a travesty what we're doing. And listen, if you trigger by this, meaning that if you're triggered and you disagree, I don't even know what to tell you. You are the problem. <laughs> Sending your kids to EBT. Dude, I swear to God, they have a better option than to stay with you. Let me just tell you. They have a better option than you. They do. But you're so selfish, you'll keep them. It's tragic. You can send them to your mama house, your grandmama, their grandmama's house. It'll be better than this. You can send them to their daddy grandparents to live at least for a year. No. Okay, struggle then. Die. Who cares? Die slow. I don't know what to tell you. Have a grease fire. What do you want me to do? I can't tell you. I can't wish you anything better. (laughs) All right, but hey, your problems, gentlemen, stems primarily from your parents. And if you had a single parent, your problems are not racism. I'm going to tell you this right now. You think it was racism. I thought it was racism at one point. I literally did. Then I woke up (laughs) and realized, like, what the is my? Oh, it was a fact that I didn't have two parents. That might have had something to do with it. And two incomes. Anyway. Where we at? Shout out to Leon says, I heard Samoans meant some mo ninjas. (laughs) Shout out to you. And there are some Samoans. They do. Uh, they do mimic black people very easily. Like the way they look, they look like they, you know, they might have their, their hair looks like they got a jerry curl. Their skin could be very dark. Yes. And their culture, culture is very similar. Like they grew up in the inner city with hip hop. So a lot of the, their mannerisms will be hood and gangster. 
because they they got some gangs too. Shout out to Dr. Thunder says, got my promotion to full professor. Stay grinding. Congratulations, brother. Shout out to you. I know you had something going on today. Yeah, shout out to you. Full professor. That means you got a full dime job. <laughs> All right. Ninja got a full job. He got a tenure job. <laughs> Stay employed. My ninja going to be cutting some YouTube videos now. He like, I'm tenured. Shout out to B-Moss says, church. We giving y'all church in here today, man, against all odds. And guys, I'm going to tell you, man, do never feel bad for these people. You know why I say never feel bad? Because I, I feel bad for the kids. But, but this is what they're doing is making a conscious choice. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Ladies, and I ask ladies this all the time. Right? You want the man of your dreams? If you're a single mother, you want the man of your dreams? Give your kids to the father. End of story. Because you're saying the guys won't date you because you're a single mom. Okay. Problem solved. They don't want to do it. Okay, you made a choice. <laughs> like, when you choose, you choose the results. When you choose, Ninja, can't take everything with you. Or at least give them per primary custody. You get summers and weekends. I was just watching a story where a mother had weekend custody. Take the weekends. No? Okay, well, hey. <laughs> You get what you get and don't throw a fit. All right, shout out to JR. He says, two of my exes, wait, two of my exes, two of my ex-white girlfriends gave me the best sloppy toppy I ever had while other girls left me frustrated. Indeed, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> All right, that, is, that ain't even close. El Jefe says, why don't we see Black Father Matters organization? They'll, they'll infiltrate it and they call it misogynist. That's why. Um, but the data in terms of um, black fathers, black fathers are definitely more involved with their children. The data shows that black fathers, when given a chance, actually have and produce good offspring when they're involved. The, the thing is, because there's a stigma that black fathers don't take care of their kids, and you will hear people say it. It's completely a misnomer. It's a myth. Okay. It's a myth. The fact is black fathers are black men tend to be uh, because they're black. The other parent will use the fact that they're black to to get a stereo to um, to benefit by any any court proceeding child support. They'll use that. They'll be like, oh, he automatically going to be think that, that think that, that he's going to be a deadbeat. All right. So it's just sad. All right. Anyway, it's sad. So they'll use it to their advantage. Again, this is one of the reasons why there needs to be sweeping reform in the family court. Uh, sad. All right. We got a couple more. Then we're going to get into the main event here. We got our brother Anthony says, Coach. Oh, by the way, let me, let me go back. When you hear the word legacy, you're more likely to hear a black man say legacy. You, you don't hear many white people say, I want a legacy. This is normally a black male thing, meaning that they want to have babies specifically to pass on the legacy. You never really hear like Mexican men be like legacy. They know what's going to happen. They're going to have a wife. She's going to blow up like the Goodyear blimp. She really, you know. 
But normally black men be saying that legacy shit. Then they want to be fathers to their kids so bad. But they are the ones primarily, primarily victimized by their spouses. I don't care if the spouse is black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian. It don't matter. They will be the first ones to snatch a kid from a black father. Quick. Quick. They won't even waste no time. They will snatch that. They will snatch that. <laughs> they will snatch that kid from the father. Quick. Anyway. Because that's what they expect to do. Anyway. Anthony B says, Coach, you forgot the classic newer TV on top of the old busted TV. Every kid, broke kid, grew up and growing up knew, understood this. Yes, I know if you definitely come from our generation, the, the TV on the bottom, broke TV on the bottom, good working TV on the top. He's <laughs> just like. And you know what's funny? And I want you to try this out. If you find, and this happens in college, if you find a college kid, like remember when you were in college and you found a black kid and they had two parents? Oh, man, you ain't no real black person. You'd be like, why? Well, you didn't have to eat sunflower seeds for dinner. (laughs) I remember we used to have, oh, yeah, man, shut. We used to eat sugar sandwiches. Uh Uh-huh, syrup sandwiches. Uh Uh-huh, kid, word them up. We used to share. Remember, we used to get three bags of chips and pour them all in one bag and we used to share? Oh, man, shit, you ain't black if you ain't did that, man. You ain't black. Remember, we used to all get steel packs of Kool-Aid and we'd be eating Kool-Aid all day and eating it with our hand and we get the sugar and eating the Kool-Aid. Oh, man, you ain't black if you ain't had that. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) What they're saying was, you didn't grow up in a single parent household. More than likely. You didn't have a broken family. What they're saying was your privilege. But because you're privileged, you didn't struggle. <laughs> you ain't black. Like. Mm. Wait a minute. I missed the whole sunflower seeds for dinner. I missed the whole sleep for dinner thing. No, we didn't sleep for dinner. We actually grew up. Without being traumatized. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean we came in with the street lights on? We were actually at AAU practice and we were at softball practice when the street lights came on. And I saw my mom over there waiting to pick me up and giving me my hamburger helper. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I didn't go through all that. I didn't go through all that drama and hunger. What do they call it? When you go through um, food, what they call it, like food insecurity? No, I didn't grow up with food insecurity. Oh, man, you ain't black. Remember when that one time we went down to the corner store and they start drive-by shooting? Skitty pop, pop, pop. And a boom, boom, boom. And we had the winos in the front. You sitting there like, not me. Never had that. Oh, man, look at this ninja. You are Uncle Tom. You Oreo. You white privilege. Look at you, man. You ain't no real black. You ain't no real black person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm like uh no i actually had a stable house home i came home i did my homework i went to my tutor violin lessons and then i went to softball practice <laughs> it's like crazy and then you're the worst black person of all time you're the worst black person oh what's wrong with you and you went through no struggle <laughs> all right like it's the struggle they always top you too 
Nah, man. Nah, Sean. We had the booster cousin. Remember the booster aunt? She used to go to Kohl's for school shopping, and we just show up at her apartment and get all our clothes out. We picked all our clothes out like that. She would go, ask us what we want. We wanted some bro jeans. We wanted the triple back goose jacket. We wanted the uh, pro wings with the pro kids. We wanted the fake Jordans. We want all that stuff. And the booster cousin went and picked all that shit out, had it all in the trunk, laid out for us. That's how we used to do it, Sean, because we keeps it real. And you like, now nah, my grandmother, my grandmother left me an inheritance of $5,000. I put it in the bank. It actually accrued interest from when I was five, when she died. I am now 20. I now picked off of that. <laughs> I used a little bit of that for my school money whenever I wanted to, you know, take a percentage out. What's wrong with this ninja? <laughs> All right. Anyway, what a world we live in. I'm telling you. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> It's also why people, you ever see people who keep the tags on their clothes? They keep the tags on their clothes. That's a symbol of people who don't normally have, right? And so what they'll do is they'll wear something, keep the tag on it, or they'll keep the sticker on the ball cap or the tag on the cap. Why do you have that tag on the cap? Because ninjas don't got shit. So when you get something new, you got to keep it as new as possible. <laughs> like, you know, Jesus. Again. Again. And people think this is some sort of uh, a badge of honor. You know what I mean? Like, we got to stop this shit. For real. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? Maryland guy says, hey, coach, kind of off topic. Did you see Hulk Hogan getting married? I did. Yes, I did. I got him. I got him earlier this morning. We got him in the neck. All right, let's have some fun. How about we do this? Let me check the Super Chats. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lee H. Thank you, CGA, so much. I remember your story about you sleeping in the parking lot, and then a few years later, you showed up there in the same parking lot in the 9-11. Can I get the little Yachty? Not the Bang Yang. Shout out to you, man. Yes, yes. It gets real in the field, and a lot of people have been through that. So I'm happy to share. But I don't have the Bang Yang. Lee Smith says the Lilith in the car with the little Jaden in the backseat is literally setting her son up to be disrespected, exploited, and even robbed by women. Yep. Ninja Snuggle, I know that woman, Coach. She's a famous medium, and that was which one? The, the, the one, the skinny, the skinny pale girl? All right. The wealth manager says banged on my Juco while watching the Cowboys lose. Something has to happen. Something's got to give. JC with the triple $20 per college student. I'm sorry, $20 per student. And you only get two slices in a drink, indeed. And he says, the wish sandwich, two pieces of bread, and wish you had some meat. Yes, I had a guy. I had two kids that were neighbors that used to come to my door begging for food. Now, they had a young, font, her, I remember the mother was attractive. And she had a, she had a, um. She had a Cabriolet. Was it a Jetta? She had a little VW, like a little Jetta, with the with the Cabriolet, with the with the um, drop top. I know she must have had a sugar daddy. I was just too young. I was like twelve or thirteen. So, anyway, story was, all right. She, my two neighbors, two boys. They probably were like, I would say nine and eleven. 
and they were two light-skinned kids. She was a light-skinned chick, okay? And I was like 13, going on like 12, 13, 14. These ninjas be at my door. Hey, man, you got two pieces of bread? You got two pieces of bread? Nah, I ain't got two pieces of bread. You got, you got some sugar? You got a cup of sugar? They be at my door asking for shit like that. They didn't ask for like a piece of sandwich. They didn't ask like for no, for no turkey meat or bologna. They didn't ask for no, what's it called? Salami? <laughs> I think it was a rabbit. I think it was a VW rabbit. Yeah. But they would be at my door asking for shit like that. You got some flour. You got, you got some sugar. You got two pieces of bread and the sugar. Man, it was all bad, all bad. And I rarely seen that woman. You know what I mean? I rarely seen her. I would see her car in the carport, but she was like a ghost. I saw them a lot, but obviously you wouldn't see them. But we live like doors. We live like two doors down. Rarely seen her. And by that age, I was raised by a single mother. I was cooking my own food, <laughs> right? I was cooking my old food, man. I was I was cooking French fries in a in a in a skillet full of grease, about to burn the house down. It was crazy, man. I told my mother that the other day. She was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yes." Ninja, I was cutting up potatoes, putting them in grease. <laughs> like I had the grease fired up. Twelve, dropping dropping fries, cut up potatoes. I was peeling potatoes, cutting them up. All right, dropping. Dropping potatoes, we used to call them um, American fries. We used to call them American fries. We didn't, we didn't have no microwave neither. We didn't have no microwave. I was dicing up. I would cut the potatoes up in little, like, potato chips. And I was dropping them. <laughs> With Crisco. I told my mother that. She was like, really? I was like, yep. Because she wasn't at home. <laughs> she wasn't at home. Dropping them bitches. So the so the the little ninjas next door, they was like, this ninja cooking up some shit. It was crazy, bro. I'm surprised I didn't burn no house down. I'm surprised. I mean, the stuff I used to make on pure open flame. No microwave. <laughs> All right. Open flame and grease. All right, let me get in here. Shout out to JC. Last one says, I keep the tags on my Tim Sean. Another reason why people keep things new all the time because you don't have much. So you have to keep and preserve white sneakers. You have to keep and preserve your Jordans. You have to keep and preserve your, your Timberland boots. You have to make them look clean. The reason why is you don't have them. You don't have enough to buy a new pair. Now, you see white folks, they'll go kick up dust. You'll be like, you know those are Jordan 4 breads. $650 shoes, they don't give a damn. <laughs> They playing basketball in them. They running in the mud. They wear them in the rain. They don't care. They're like, okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into this right here. Let's get into this. All right, this is going to be fun, guys. And we're going to start off with this picture right here to go into this one here. Why don't men smile? Why don't men smile? All right, men don't smile. Why don't they smile when they're around certain people? You know who those certain people are. This is an experiment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the first picture on you, and we're going to go right here. I'm going to drop the first picture on you. All right, take a look at this picture. This is the New York Knicks Christmas party. 
and this picture went viral. I want you to take a good look at this photo. What do you see here? I see one, two, three people who could be considered ninjas, and they are with white women. Now, I do see one black woman, and I see one European-looking Serbian ninja. It's a white guy. Let's take a look at these faces. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's zoom in on these faces. Let's start off with the white guy. All right, as you can see, the white guy has a black woman with him. He ain't smiling. He is not smiling. Now, the two men beside him, they are two black men, Justin Randall, Julian Randall, whatever the hell his name is, Randall and Toppin. He has two what we consider flatback skeezers or a flatback. And these ninjas is cheesing, grinning. (laughs) The black woman got the white guy. He ain't smiling. He looks like he's in pain. All right, but the two ninjas beside got two uh, master splinters, curvy ones too, baddies, and they grinning. (laughs) They grinning. Okay. All right, let's take a look. All right, we have a white guy, white girl. All right, obviously they cheesing. All right, I, they, they, he cheesing. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, now let's go, going over. All right, uh, yeah, he's smiling. He got his teeth showing too, this white guy with this flat back supreme. He's smiling too. Now, this guy, the point guard, uh, he's smiling. He got a, he got a, he got a uh, Millie Mouth muskrat, and she's a good-looking muskrat, but she got a lot of work. Look. But let's go back. The one man with the black woman is not smiling. This is interesting. This is interesting. Uh, just a ca- this is just a case study. This is just a case study. I'm not giving anything away, but it is what it is. Take a look, Ski. All right, this is just a coincidence, right? We're going to say this is a coincidence, but... Niggas always got to show they teeth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take that down because, you know, we're just getting started. Tupac. Tupac Shakur. All right. He's a straight rider. And, you know, he's always mean mugging. But uh, even Tupac couldn't get away from it. There he is right there. Tupac. Rest in peace. Niggas always got to show they I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to F with me. Now, we're going to have to pull up another picture of Tupac here with a sister. Because we can't let that slide. We can't put Tupac. We can't put. (laughs) We can't put Tupac down like this. All right. Since Jada want to talk about it, Tupac and Jada. He's not smiling. Mm. she's smiling he's not there's something wrong with this we gotta figure out why black men are not smiling around black women (laughs) right i don't know what it is there's another one all right there's another one he ain't smiling in that picture either what is going on ninjas We got to figure this out. I'm on a mission. All right, let's start it right here. Let's go to this guy right here. Let's go to Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. 
entertainment. I see him. Who is this woman? That looks like the, <laughs> that looks like the woman. What's her name? Osborne. And look at Shannon Sharp asking it. Niggas always gotta show they he came, he happy as hell. He happy. Why are ninjas so happy? Shannon Sharp. Why are ninjas? Niggas always gotta show they why are they so cheesy when another race woman is around them? <laughs> All right. Let me see, man. Maybe this is a quinky dink. Let me see what the let me see here. Let me pick another Shannon Sharp. Let me pick another Shannon Sharp uh picture. Even LeBron James' son, Ninja Cheesy. God. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Keep looking at LeBron James. Son. Bronny, uh, not rest in peace. Uh, uh, heal up, Bronny. Even Bronny cheesing. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, hold on for a second. Let's get Shannon Sharp. Look at Shannon Sharp. Look at this guy. Just cheesing with his pog. Look at her. She pogalicious. He just happiest. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Come on, man. Oh, there's Nicole Murphy. He is. She- okay, we'll give it to him. Okay, all right. She light bright, almost white. He is cheesing right here. So we'll give him that. All right. Remember, my philosophy is not 100%. It's not going to be 100% of the time. But it will be the majority. All right. Let's go to this guy, Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar, even you, sir, even Dr. Umar cannot resist. I caught Dr. Umar in the act two. Dr. Umar, I know you're watching me, but I caught you not smiling, too. Here we go right here, Dr. Umar. Right here. What is this, sir? All right. I know. Okay, all right. What about this one, sir? Doc. Is that you? Hold on. Doc, there you are again. All right, hold on for a second. I didn't click the wrong button. <laughs> I didn't click the wrong button. All right, we do have Dr. Umar. He is cheesing with this sister right here. So we'll give it to him, Doc. All right, even Dr. Umar. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, we do got him with a thick sister. All right, we do. But even there, where's Dr. Umar's smile there? He's got two women with him. All right, no smile. All right, here's a smile here. He does have a smile there, so I'll give it to him. Dr. Umar, you're hitting about 50% here. You're hitting about 50-50 here. But uh, let's not forget, Doc. Let's not forget. When you got around this white woman, you start cheesing. Look. You got it? Look, look. Look at Doc. Oh, he's sniggling now. Look at him sniggling. Look at him cheesing, grinning. You can see the grin. You can see the grin from back here, Doc. I caught you. I caught you in 4K, fam. Not even Dr. Umar can avoid grinning in front of his snow bunny crisis. All right, let's go ahead and see it here. Look, watch him. Look, you can see he grinning from right there, ear to ear. Ear, come. ear to ear, this brother's starving, yeah. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must 
Stay focused. That ain't no sister, Doc. That ain't no sister. You grinning. I can see your beard grinning. He trying to bunny up. <laughs> he trying to bunny up on y'all. Caught you. Look, he's sniggling. She's sniggling. Look at him. <laughs> he weak. He weak for that milk of magnesia, Dr. Umar. I caught you, sir. I caught you. We're going to have to figure this out. Gonna have to put our best detectives on this one. All right, who's next? The passport bros. Passport bros. You know, they these are guys, they say, hey man, these sisters ain't giving us the time of day. Look at the passport bros. Look at Austin. Look at them. Grinning. Niggas always gotta show they Whoever this dude is down here, grinning. Look. Where is it? Oh, can't get him. Look at him. Grinning. Niggas always gotta show they I'm catching everybody out here. I'm catching everybody out here. Who else? What other passport bros is smiling, grinning? Uh-oh, is that Austin again? Yeah, it is. Niggas always gotta show they, they get around non-black women. Be, who is this ninja in the back with the blue t-shirt? Grinning. Mm. <laughs> passport bros, they get on the airline. Grinning. They happy as hell not to be around. Look, he got them again. He got him again. <laughs> Showing them pearly whites. Just cheesing. Yeah. Hey, man. Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, he ain't smiling here. What happened? All right, what happened? All right, look. Uh-oh, got him again. Niggas always gotta show they Got him. We got to figure this out. We got to figure out what is, and that looks like a, I can't tell. I can't tell. But I ain't seen ninjas smiling this big in the hood. Why don't, why don't, and I'm going to pull up because I know people are going to say, because I'm going to pull up, uh, hold on for a second. I got to fix my filter. We're going to go to Boyce Watkins. Boyce Watkins. Boyce Watkins. All right, Boyce. You might be the exception to the rule, but uh, this picture here, fam, this picture right here, what is this? Bruh. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, Boyce is the exception to the rule. He cannot help but be grinning around his sister. So I will give Boyce, he's the exception to the rule. I could not find many instances of even Boyce with another woman. All right, this is the only woman I've seen him with. So it was hard for me to find other women he was photographed with, but he's definitely grinning here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Look at him. He happy with his sister. He love him, sister. Him love him, sister. Him love him, sisters. Boyce Watkins. I was kind of like, what black man can I catch smiling with a black woman? He came to my mind. Look, every picture grinning. He got him a red bone. Yeah. He got him an Alabama slammer majama. He got to look. That's what it is, because if this was a dark skin, he wouldn't be grinning. But look at this ninja right here. Look at look at him. Boy's got him. A, is she a Latina? Oh, I thought she said she was a Latina. He got him a red bone. That's what it is. You got to hit it. She Puerto Rican. Is she Puerto Rican? Uh-uh. I think she a red bone. He love a red bone. That's why he grinning. <laughs> All right, anyway, 
That's why he grinning. All right, that's what it is. He got him a light skin. All right, and he's showing her off, parading her around too. He can't, yeah, he look. Okay, but look, whoever this woman is, this must be his daughter. I don't want to, this is the only other woman I can see that I've seen him have a photo with. If this is his daughter, I don't mean anything by it. Um, I, I Yeah, I think this is his daughter. I'll just show it quickly here. Yeah, hold on. Is this his daughter? Yeah, I'm not going to put her on the screen. She's older. She's she's uh, of age, but we don't do that around here. We don't do that around here. All right, let me see here. Let me see if I can find her with another woman. I cannot. Boyce is not taking a lot of pictures with women. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not him. All right, that wasn't. that's not him. All right, let's go to the next guy. Oh, these are random photos. These are random photos. These are random photos. Look. Hey, black hey, sisters. Sisters, have you ever seen a black man that happy? Mm. I'm just asking for a friend. This ninja grinning, cheesing. Cheesing. Look at this ninja. Wow. Unbelievable right here. Look at this ninja haircut. Good Lord, have mercy. Just cut it off, man. Yeah, he couldn't be happy around no sister. He probably ain't got no sister out here. All right, what are we doing here? Let's find another one here. Look, look, another one. Just grinning. Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Am I, am I hitting on something? I'm letting y'all know. Look, look, who it is. There he is. There he is. Wait, hold up. Can y'all see it? I turned it off. Look, another one grinning. <laughs> grinning. I got to make sure I don't pull up something here that I ain't supposed to pull up. Okay, hold on. We got another one here. Look. Cheesing, ninja. Cheesing. Niggas always got to show they <laughs> Cheesing. All right, let me stop here. Look, I'm going to do a couple celebrities. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to, oh, actually, I'm going to give you the theory of why this happens now. I'm going to give you the theory of why this happens. And let me take this down. All right. The theory of why this happens. Well, number one, we talked about this earlier. A lot of people choose to struggle. So what they'll do is they're too busy struggling that when you're around the person, they can never not be thinking about the struggle. So then they pass the struggle on to you. All right. That's number one. Number two. If black women um, sense a weakness, they will pounce on you. They will take your kindness for weakness, and they will use you and exploit you. This is in general. This is in general. We all know this. This is not even argument. You can't even argue this. Okay? So when they know that you have a weakness and you tend to be weak or you tell them that you're in love, this is women in general, but you tell them you're in love and you're all about them, they'll be like, mm-hmm, you better be. And you can never relax. You can never relax. So that's one reason. Number three, what happens is they're not high on the they're not high on the um, they're not high on the partner mate selection chart. So while you might got something for your hood, once you go outside the hood, you know you don't got much. All right, so that's that. So they're not considered a trophy many times, even when they are. Most of the time, it's a woman that requires you to be hardcore, hard, and be smiling around me. All right, so you'd be like, <laughs> so you got to, yeah, 
You got to act like you hard and you ain't no soft ninja. And you ain't going to let no ninja steal your girl. Number four, number four, they, they tend to be, uh, they tend to be um, activists, if you know it. And I'll show you an example right here. So this is an example of, what did I type in? The, I type in here. What did I type in here? I type, oh, young black women with young white women. Oh, and this came up. So if you see, take a look at typically what black women carry is this activism uh, mindset. This activism mind frame. There's always some important shit that we need to be protesting or that we need to be aware of or woke to. We need to be always woke to some shit. We need to always be thinking about the plight of the people. We need to always be so they can never, this is often how they appear. We need to be going down to the city civic center and we need to be, we need to go down to the, that civic engagement. And I'm going to show you, there's several pictures here. Here's another one where there's always some worrying about something. We need to make a sign. We need to make a march. We need to get, we need to get together for the power for the people. This shit, this activism shit right here. Here's another one. You see, even the young girls, these young girls, the violence is not new. It's the cameras that are, we need to get ready. We need to get, get, get go down to the march. We need the unity. U N I T Y. They always trying to, Get you organized in some <laughs> campaigning and some, you know, we need to vote. We need to get, we need to get out the, <laughs> it's like, yo, like chill, like, yo, shun, chill, man. Hold on for a second. Like, hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. They get home from work and we need to, we need to go down and we need to, we need to register the, well, let me see, where's my, where's the picture that I started off on? All right. I can't find it. All right, these girls, these sisters smiling. MIT, all right, she's a brilliant person. All right, let me take this down because I'm trying to find the activism. Can't find it. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, here it is. <laughs> here it is right here. We need, we need to go down to the church and we need to, we need to get the T-shirts and we need to hand them out before the march. <laughs> we need to hand them out. All right, we need to get to our church, and our shirts need to say something that triggers somebody, and we need to, and we need to get all the, we need to get all the, uh, we need to get the food in the, we need to go down to the food pantry, and we need to, this shit, and we need to get the, we need, look at this ninja, look at this guy right here, and we need to get the, uh, we need to get the potluck. We need to get the potluck. You got the list for the pot. They always busybody doing some shit. They get home from work and then they go busybody at the church and they go busybody over here. Oh, I got to get the potluck list. She got to make calls. You trying to get some pudusy. You trying to beat up her cheeks. I got to I gotta make calls. I got to make 50 calls. I got to cook 50 pounds of chicken. People coming over, they going to collect the, uh, the, the jerk chicken and the rice. They going to they, they gonna collect it. I made 50 pounds. <laughs> Where are we at? The activism. There it is. More activism. More activism. No justice, no peace. What we need to do is we need to make some signs. We need to get out with our megaphone. We need to, <laughs> like, look, we need to argue and scream. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. Let me tell these people about these people. Let me give me the mic. I got some poetry, some poetry. <laughs> here we go right here. 
I need to get on here and tell. Get my beret. Let me get my beret, my sunglasses. Get, give me the microphone. Give me that shit. All right, man, let me tell him. Look, let's look sad. Let's look sad and we disfranchise, disenfranchise. Get the potato salad out. We going to march. Get, we going to get down. Take a knee. <laughs> I said take a knee. Oh, man. They'll never let you. <laughs> They'll never let you relax and be like, man, we're really enjoying life. You should be ashamed of yourself enjoying your life. There's people struggling out here. Oh, really? Oh, okay. What do I need to do? We're going to get a sign. We're going to fold these pamphlets. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Listen, they bad hey, at yo, me. chill, son. Hey, yo. All right. <laughs> like, we folded our pamphlets for the weekend. Yeah, we know it. All right. Then tell me where we going out for a date. You better be paying. Okay, I'll pay. All right. <laughs> what are we doing? Hey, man. Uh, look, let me do two celeb. Let me do some celebrities. Let me do some celebrities, man. We're going to pull them up at random. And don't give me some. Give me some. Give me some celebrities. We're going to see if this rings true. Because, um. <laughs> And I can't do, I'm like, man, relax, relax and chill. All right, anyway. No, it's right here. They can smell happiness, and they don't want you to have none, neither. They don't want you to have no happiness. Why are you happy? I'm not happy. I'm doing good. <laughs> You're like, well, other people ain't doing good. You need to think about them. Why? <laughs> you ain't no real black person. All right, Ice-T and Coco, this is going to be a myth buster right here. Ice-T and Coco, this for sure will be a myth buster. I'm probably going to say, oh, maybe not. I'm probably going to say he's mostly not smiling, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. We're going to see if this plays out. Uh-oh, smiles. All right. Smile. All right, that was definitely teeth. That's not teeth. He's kind of showing teeth there. Ice tea and cocoa. I mean, there's there's some smile there. He looks like he has no teeth. So I'm gonna there's a smile right there. So yeah. So he lost. He lost. You saw it in real time. He lost. All right, so who who's next? <laughs> Ice T was smiling. We caught him in 4K. And you saw it in real time. I didn't even cheat. I didn't even cheat. Look. Damn, hold up. Look. Wait a minute. Look, I didn't even cheat. Smiling. Teeth. Teeth. Somewhat of a smile. All right. Look. Teeth. Caught him. <laughs> I didn't even cheat. All right. Barack and Michelle Obama. Oh, so I said RG3. Okay, hold on for a second. I'm going to pull up Barack and Michelle. Barack and Michelle. So... Sisters, if Barack's not smiling, uh-oh. Okay, hold on for a second. Not smiling. 
Not smiling. Maybe he knows something. All right, I do have him smiling here. There's he smiling. So he's 50-50. All right, you guys got to know these are stage photos. So these are stage photos. Not smiling. Wrestling with her. By the way, during this time, she actually was giving him hell. All right, and so she even admits she wasn't a good wife at this time. All right, mostly stage photos. All right, so it really don't count, but not smiling. All right, shout out to them. Who said RG3? Okay, this is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. He's going to definitely be called smiling. And he got a lot of white girls, so you got a lot of white women, this guy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be, look, he happy as a mother sucker. (laughs) He got him a flat back supreme. This ninja going to be grinning. Look, teeth, full teeth. Is he, is he, um, is he an American black FBA? You know, it don't matter to me, but yeah. He reminds me he could be uh, either Nigerian, Caribbean. Yeah. Showing all kind of teeth. Yeah, he happy as a mother sucker. All right. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Will and Jada. Let's go back to them. Will, and- <laughs> Will probably smiling in his. Jada's probably not smiling. This is the reverse. All right, so. (laughs) All right, so Will Smith probably. Yeah, Jada's probably not smiling. This is the opposite effect. She's an alpha. So as you can see, it's the opposite. She's not smiling, and he is. Yeah, most of the time. Okay, we got her smiling here. I think that's the same picture. Yeah, so it's the opposite. He's the one smiling. She's not. There he is right there. All right. So, yeah, uh, this is another one here. So it's the opposite. She's the one not smiling. All right. Uh, but it, so it stands true. Jada is the alpha in this situation there. Jada was smiling with Tupac, though. Jada was smiling with Tupac. So we did prove that, just so if in case you missed it, we did have Jada smiling with Tupac. Let me see here. Uh, right here. Although that's not a Kool-Aid smile. Yeah, she, she's all smiles with Pac. Mm-mm, a teenage love. All right. <laughs> Somebody said Ike and Tina. <laughs> oh, multiple people. No, no, you said that. I don't have any pictures of me to put up. All right, anyway. Steve Harvey. Somebody said Ike and Tina. No. Steve Harvey. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Harvey. All right, he's smiling. Niggas always gotta show they Maybe because she a light skin, though. Maybe it's the light skin thing. He definitely cheesing. Good Lord, have mercy. I don't think he cannot not smile, though. Yeah, he's definitely got that skull. He, I don't think he's ever had braces. I don't think he can not smile. Like, he's not even trying to smile right there. So that's that. All right. I'll do Pat Mahomes, then Jay-Z. 
We got to do one with, oh, well, that was a black woman there. So wait a minute. And wife. I mean, this is too easy. Patrick Mahomes, a light skin. All right. So, oh, 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 there we go right there. No smile. No smile. All right. But then we got this one smiling. Most of his are smiling. There's a smile there. Yeah, most of him smiling. All right, so that that puts that out right there. Most of him, he he's he's straight up cheesing. All right, anyway. Who did I say? I said somebody else. I can't remember. Seal and Heidi Klum. Well, Seal doesn't smile at all, but we'll see. Seal and Heidi Klum. All right. Oh, he cheesing in most of these. Much of this probably, I don't know, his teeth or not. Yeah, he's probably got a complex with his teeth. All right, but she was the flat back model right there. He's smiling. I didn't even think so. All right, he's definitely smiling. He's not smiling right there. He, he grinning. He grinning. We got his ass. 4K. He definitely happened. Look, he ain't even smiling. Even He just smiling thinking about her. Oh, Jay-Z. Look. He just smiling, thinking about his. <sighs> He's like, uh, in the presence of white woman. <laughs> hey, Seal is like, it feels good to relax. I have open air, fresh air, children, white woman. What else do I need? Mm. All right, uh, Jay Z, Beyonce. <laughs> He's like, can it get any better than this? Look, I mean, what more can a ninja ask for? <sighs> I know they're divorced. I know they're divorced. All right, hold on for a second. Uh, who would I say, Jay Z and Beyonce? All right, Jay Z. He don't smile very much, so I can't imagine that there's going to be a lot here. Okay, we got Jay-Z and Beyonce. All right, here we go. <laughs> so this is somewhat of a smile. That's a four smile. She's not smiling. Yeah, he's not gonna, he does not much to smile there. Oh, there's a smile right there. There we go. He's showing teeth. Uh, but now he's playing the hardcore. All right, but, you know, I guess there's an exception. I guess there is a lot of pictures of it. There are a lot of pictures of him smiling. But he is playing the hardcore guy, but he's a tough guy anyway. There he is smiling right there. All right, I, that's actually more than I thought. There he is smiling right there. All right, so, you know, when you're a billionaire, life is good. All right, a couple more. A couple more, yeah, he don't smile, but he definitely smiled a lot more than that. Scotty Pippen. Gary Owens with, okay, let's do some white guys with black women. Let's see if they smiling. <laughs> Gary Owens and his wife at the time. Hopefully his kids aren't in the picture. Okay, Gary Owens. Here he is. He's got a sister. He's smiling. He grinned and she's smiling too. Man, she divorced Grape Tim, the kingdom come. And he thought he was good. Look at him. He got his pimp suit on. He was like, I got me a sister. She tore his ass up in, in family court. 
Yep, smiling. Called him passive aggressive. He thought he was winning. Look, he thought he was winning. He thought he was winning. All right, uh, let me do uh, Steph Curry and Aisha. Steph. Steph Curry going to be smiling too. All right, let me see if he's smiling. Uh Uh-oh. First picture out. Look, no smile. She ain't even smiling. She looked like she just finished crying, too. Um, Aisha Curry, just her personality, she strikes me as always unpleasant. She strikes me as never happy. Even when she's happy, she's probably crying. She strikes me as a woman who cries when she's telling a story. Like, when she's telling a story, even when it's a happy story, she starts crying. Like, that's what she strikes me as. And I guarantee you, if that's the case, this ninja miserable. All right. But uh, there are a lot of pictures of him smiling. Let's go ahead and put, I just pulled that up. There definitely are a lot here. So he is smiling there. But again, these are more publicity. Oh, he looked like he in pain right there. He like, oh, shit. She strikes me as a person that cannot be pleased. Right, that's that's kind of what I would would get from her. That's the that's the quality I get for her. Like no matter what, he always gonna be miserable. This is just a I don't know this to be true. I don't know this to be true. I'm just a legend. Jamie Fox, uh oh. I need some white guys. Jamie Fox, we need the let me see here. Jamie Fox and. He don't have no girlfriend. Oh, he was dating Katie Holmes, right? All right, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. All right, so here we go right here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look at Jamie Foxx. He's showing. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Ice Cube would be a good one, too. Look at Jamie Foxx. Just a sniggling. Jamie Foxx is sniggling. Teeth out and everything with the flat back. He got them teeth out. Where is he at? Okay, he not smiling. Oh, that's a movie. I think that's a movie. They don't have many pictures together publicly. They did a good job of, of staying. They did a good job of not being public. All right, but here he is right there. There he is. Caught. Caught. Niggas always gotta show they caught. Caught in 4K. Just happy. Hey, sisters. Do you see, sisters, do you see your man this happy? Sisters, y'all quiet today. This is just an experiment. This isn't to put you down. Ice Cube, he has a wife. He's been married for a long time. So, Ice Cube and wife. You really don't see his wife. She be playing the background, fam. All right. Ice Cube wife. She got he got a good wife. She don't be all up in the videos. I don't never I couldn't even I wouldn't even be able to tell you what Ice Cube's wife looked like. I knew she was kind of light skinned. But there he is grinning. Let me see if he's um well, he's not grinning right there. Yep, that's definitely. You know, he playing the hardcore image, though. 
playing the hardcore image. There he is, no teeth. All right, yep. So he, yeah, he definitely married to a sister. No teeth, no teeth. Ice Cube not smiling. All right, but anyway, look, Ice Cube wife been down for the cause. Ice Cube wife has been down. Look how long they've been together. Ever since a bitch is a bitch, right? All right, Ice Cube wife been down, and she ain't, dude, how, how she been? I wouldn't even know her name. God dang, he got a down-ass wife right there, man. I wouldn't even know Ice Cube's wife's name. All right, last one. Yep, she a real one. She playing the She like, I don't need to be all up in front. They've been together for years. That's crazy. He said that gravy train. But she was with him with before anything. It's crazy. George Lucas. Oh, no, man. This is crazy. Look, the women like, why can't you be out in front? You don't need to be in front. Just sit back. There's only one superstar here. <laughs> I want to be in front, too. I want to be. I want to be in the front. I want to be all up in the video. I want to be on the red carpet. George Lucas. Is this his wife? I think they got divorced. Didn't they get divorced? Damn, look at this ninja. He like, get me out of here. Can I get out of here? Help me, please help. Blink twice, ninja. Did they get divorced? I think they got divorced. Look, yeah, he done with her. Somebody said Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he's a, it's an interesting character, that guy. I don't think he's happy. I can't imagine he's happy about anything, though. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't think he's happy about much in life, to be honest with you. Even his old pictures. Look at him. He's still, yeah, he's a funny character, this guy. All right, I'm done with this, man. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. That was interesting. I think my theory is holding court here. My theory is holding court. If you guys have some other other pictures, oh, he's a serious dude. Anyway, let me catch these super chats and get out of here. Do your own research on it, but I have that theory, and I showed LeBron James earlier 50-50. What do we got here? We got uh, R. Miller in the building. He says, too much truth. Listen, man, all truth. Shout out to Rod. All truth. If you want me to lie, let me know. I can lie to make you feel good. We got uh, Macaroni Tony, LeBron, and yes, Jules. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Is that another woman? No government name says my mom cut the internet while I was in college and said it was to get back at my dad. Then cried when I dropped out when my grades tanked as a result. I learned a trade in piercing. Thank God. Man, most most men in single parent households make it out by the hair on their chinny chin chin. And you started with nothing. <laughs> Like, when you left and finally flew to Coop, you had zero. You didn't have no credit score. You didn't have no bank account. Now, I'm talking about people my age. 
you didn't have no credit score. Your credit score might have been jacked up. You barely had no bank account. You didn't have no credit history other than when she reconnected the cable and the lights. You started with zero scratch. I did the best I could. I did the best I could for you. You left with zip. No place to live. You left with barely your PlayStation. And you literally just thugged it out. Grinded it out. You didn't have no food. You didn't have no EBT. You didn't have no leftover child support. Hey, you didn't have no, here's $1,000 to send you on your way. Nothing. No batteries. No gift card to Target. Nothing. <laughs> if Yep. No car. They just had no car, no money. You just walked out with the uh, stick and your clothes on the, uh, remember that you used, to walk, you used to walk? You had the stick with the clothes on your thing like you was a runaway slave. You left out of there broke. Zip. Now, ladies, tell me, how in the hell is that taking care of your kids? If you were a single mother and that's how your kids left your house, you did not take care of your kids. You did it. Or if they had to live with you for an extra year or two to get them. You did not take care of your kids. You screwed your kids' life up. You had a hobo <laughs> with, your, with your clothes at the end of a stick. You didn't take care of your kids. You flopped their life up. That's what you did. You left them broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. You didn't have a couch for them, a mattress. Nathan. Shout out to Percy says, even Tupac saying, Jada looking to leave me for Tupac. What? Jesus. Even Tupac saying that. Let me catch these super chats. We got our boy here, Joe Barboza, coach. I am one of the coach gang since 2019. YouTube canceled my user, Walt Cole. I remember you. Canceled you. You made me laugh with the inheritance, but we live in a white supremacy country. Broke single moms, but they are hero, heroes. Yes, they're heroes. They're the, they're the, um, they're the, uh, what did they call them? Dave Ramsey said she's the princess warrior. This is all bullshit at all. This is terrible. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Now, listen, there's a case-by-case situation. I don't buy it. Shout out to Boxer RPX, Boxer Prescription. Shout out to you. I'm he said... Your fry story reminded me of frying food as a kid in the second grade. Smoke alarms went off, frying bacon. Single mom was at work. Apartment was connected or contacted, I mean, you mean, and a neighbor was banging on the door to check on us, surprised at succeeding with no with no parenting. Facts. Mm. Yep, that's how you learn. You're like, oh, shit, I can't cook the bacon this fast. I got to turn it down to medium heat or low heat. Everybody knocking down the door. Ninja, you about to burn down the house. Everybody's apartment about to go down. And moms be at work. Who went, Who came home? Who came home? Now, you guys got cell phones now. So it's a little bit different. But we used to come home. Used to call mom at work. We made it home. 
Okay, what y'all about to do? About to go outside. <laughs> Make sure you do your homework. The school done called me, said you was 18 assignments behind, and you missed 15 days. All right, make sure you do your homework. Okay, mama. As soon as you click, click. Go and run outside. All right, let's go on outside. We do our homework later. <laughs> your mama took 15 buses, two cabs, two subway trains, came back 8.30 at night. <sighs> mama tired. Two bags of groceries. <laughs> and you've been watching TV all day. If you was an adolescent, you was out there. I can't tell you what you were doing, but you were playing hide and go get it. And coming back like. <laughs> playing hide and go get it all day long with your with your friend's sister. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. All right, anyway, let me stop here, man. Look, we got a couple more Super Chats. Y'all out here acting a fool. Schedule OP says these, he says they spend all the time doing ineffective activism. Meanwhile, kids in the community still don't read at grade level. Easier to blame the systematic racism. Facts. Facts. Like, Baltimore literally has no one. Uh, LeBron James School, no one can pass the math, but there's so many activists. Like, if you was an activist in your house more than you're an activist out here in these streets, why don't you activism in your own house? Mm. These teachers need to teach our kids to read. No, they don't. No, they don't. Teachers are not supposed to teach kids to read. I'm going to say it again. Teachers are not supposed to teach kids to read. They're not. Your kids should know how to read. <laughs> like, that's what they do at your house. The teacher's supposed to give lesson plans, plans to reinforce what you're teaching at the house. And if you can't teach your kids, you need to get them in a program where they can learn. Okay, the they're, they're there to reinforce lessons. They're not there to, there to teach your kids math. Now, when you get to algebra and all that shit, yeah. But they should have the basics. And you should be having your kids reinforce these basics on a daily basis. That's how your kid gets behind. But if your kid's in the fifth grade reading at a second grade level, that's the parent's fault. That's not the kid's fault. That's the parent's fault. 100% on the parent. How the hell you let it get that far? It's crazy. Crazy. Now, high school is the only exception because they're doing stuff you can't understand at all. Right? So... You know, stuff that you might not have taken classes on or you forgot. So they're getting really specific. But no, it's, it's absolutely insane what we blame the school system for. They got 30 kids in this class. They cannot spend time, one teacher, 30 kids, uh, to teach each one of these kids how to read at a competent level. They could, could su suggest to the kid, why don't you read this book? This is at your grade level. Then as soon as they do that, what is this shit? Hey, man. Hey, you gave them the wrong book. This book has historical racism in it. Now they can't read Grapes of Wrath and shit like that. Mm. Now they don't want to read all these books. <laughs> all right, it's crazy. All right, shout out to, did I copy what? What did I copy? Or did you say, did they understand that? Yeah. Superman says Cody Rhodes. I'm done with that game. Thank you, brother. Delta Fox says, 
BitBoy Crypto was caught acting like a sniggle. He has the largest crypto YouTube channel, and he fumbled the bag, shaking my head, give him the buzzer. He was touching on somebody? Crazy. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah, no, you, you guys, I think, man, I've been around education for a long time, and, you know, um, I just see people making a lot of excuses. I, I don't see anybody going, damn, I need to do better. You know, everybody's doing it. I do it. Everybody does it. But um, to solve these problems, the number one solution to solve these problems, two-parent household, start right there. If you cannot pull this off, then you're going to have to find a way to make sure your kids don't succumb to what happens to kids. You're going to have to maybe not be around 80% two-parent, uh, single-parent households. You're going to have to find some way to make this work. But continuing to have single-parent households and act like it's going to work is an absolute myth. It's not going to work out for the majority of two-parent households. I'm sorry, single-parent households. It's not. So good luck, whatever you guys want to do. Blame it on whoever you want to. Blame it on the rain if you want. But this shit is out of control, right? It's out of control. And if you're so good at having babies, you guys got to be better at keeping relationships and not being so selfish as to blow them up for your own selfish reasons. And then putting your kids in dire straits. I'm, I'm looking at parents putting their kids in dire straits. And then they're saying that it's the person, other person's fault. It's a straight up choice. Single parenthood is a choice. Single motherism is a choice. 100%. It's an absolute choice. And um, yeah, we can, we, we need to do better. We need to do better. Anyway, I think we got everything. Shout out to the coach gang. Thanks for letting me mess around today and we'll be back tomorrow. Peace.